Hi guys, Chris here. Just before the podcast starts, I want to let you know this podcast is recorded live on Twitch on 8pm GMT UK time, that is, on Sunday evening. So if you want to get involved in it, that's twitch.tv slash kangaroofm. The link to it's going to be in the description of the podcast anyway. So come along, get involved in the chat where we can usually answer questions and generally have a bit more banter back and forth throughout the podcast. Um, that's about it. Enjoy the pod. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 91. I am your host, Smoothman. I've got Chris, Jack and Toast with me this week. Hopefully we'll have Matt. Say hello everybody who's actually here. Why, why are you saying hopefully we'd have Matt? Are we not good enough for you? No, I'm hoping No, we're not. Wow. Confer- <laughs> wow. Confirmation, Smoothman's a bastard. I said we all leave and just take Smoothman before Matt. <laughs> That's fine. Fuming. At least it'll be finished in 10 minutes and I can go to sleep. <laughs> Fuming reviews. I'm, I'm fine, by the way. Are we all good? Apart from yes, Chris? Oh, I'm fine. Apart from Chris? Wow, you're trying to exclude Chris from this now, are you? Wow. Fuming. <laughs> they ruined. Oh, he's been to a Charlton game for once in his life and he's getting, getting a bit big for his boots, isn't he? Still more games do you go to Donny, to be fair. That's that, that, no comment. Um, <laughs> I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, shall we get into um, this week's news? We've got a bit of it. Uh, and then we've got the award results from last week um, to go through before we talk about <clears throat> re- actual wrestling that happened. Um so the biggest news that has come out this weekend, um, pretty much this morning, um, La Parker of AAAR died um, tragically. Um, so a couple of months ago, he did a suicide dive, which caused him injury. Um, I think it was reported that he didn't have that long after that injury. They thought he wouldn't last. They said he wouldn't last the night, I believe. And, he, and he, lasted, he lasted two months. I don't know what um, state he was in during those two months. I'm I mean, not going to sit here and guess what state. He was no, in. I'd not. I didn't know this had happened um, until until obviously I didn't. I didn't know the injury at all until I saw I saw found the footage this morning after it was announced he died and the reason behind it. And it's a it's a suicide dive where he misses where he's supposed to go. But they have the, uh, like, in, in Mexico, they clearly have the old railing system where there's a big metal bar on the top, sort of, like, obviously, like, grates along the middle, and then a big metal bar on the bottom. And he literally just goes straight off the top, straight for the middle rope, and head first onto that bottom metal bar. It sounds horrific. And, good God, it was awful. And I'm, I'm, I mean, thinking about, I mean, obviously, hearing that, you know, he wasn't supposed to last the night. Amazing that he lasted as long as he did. I mean, it just brings up the discussion of what's the point in a suicide dive? I can understand why you'd bring it out for a special occasion, in quotation marks. But when you look at some people who do it every match, 
and all it takes is you to go headfirst into a barricade and, you know. Well, Seth does for a match, doesn't he? Exactly. But then the WWE don't have that sort of railing system. But it's not even a railing system. You look at, I mean, didn't Big E and Cesaro have her, like, nasty injuries off the back of suicide dives? They're exactly. not that important. You remember, the, remember that one with uh, Lita where she, like, skidded on her neck? Oh, well, she's Scorpion, mm. yeah. She went mad. It's just... I, I, and for it to be a, it, for, for it to be a no-reason thing as well, it's, for, it's like yeah. a... It, it's almost... It's not even like a... It's like a suplex now. It's just... It's not worth it for that reason. Especially seeing, you know, what can clearly go wrong from a very experienced wrestler. I mean, yeah, he was in his 50s. He's been wrestling for donkey's years. But, yeah. Like, you made the point earlier where it could take one small, tiny botch for this to happen. Yeah. So, especially at indie shows. Not, maybe not necessarily WWE shows, but certainly at indie events where they would have that railing up. Or, yeah, I mean, I, I said it, I was talking about it with, with New Japan, where all it, I mean, you look at what happened to Shibata after one, what, one dirty headbutt. He still can't wrestle. He's still not cleared now. And no Japan have told they will never clear him. Even though he came back and did some bits with Kenta, he's never going to get cleared. And well, that's why Daniel Bryan was such a big thing. Because they were like, no, we're not going to ever clear you. And obviously, they did in the end. But obviously, then, just showed like, head injuries and whatnot. You hear the reason behind why he wasn't cleared in the first place. And you're like, well, you know, every doctor has said, yeah, you're okay. Except for WWE's doctor. And then... You don't, um, know, you don't want to take head injuries... Even if other doctors are saying, yeah, he's fine. Because that's someone under your protection, if you will. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. It's nasty. It's but a dangerous yeah. sport. No one said it's ballet. Yeah. So. A lot of people obviously pay tribute. So um, I follow quite a few of the AW uh, wrestlers, a lot of them. So like uh, Pentagon Jr. did a big um, Instagram post just paying his respects and Justin Roberts had commented on it, and uh, I think Nick Jackson like commented on it as well, saying that we're with you, brother. Because obviously it must affect him more than anybody else in AEW. Obviously him and Pen- him and um, Ray Phoenix obviously work for Triple Yeah. Um, and I think they actually tweeted out themselves. I think a little bit of a they've probably done a fair few matches with the blokes before. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, this isn't the same La Parker who worked in WCW. This is. This is uh, the, the guy. So the story is, um, he didn't replace him. So the guy in WCW didn't trademark the name or the character um, ever. Ever. So AAA saw that and went, right, we're going to have it then. They trademarked it, and this was the guy that LA Parker Two is what they call him. Okay. Really, but the, the other guy's now called LA L dot A Park. Yeah. So it's not the same person. Loads of people got confused by this. Um, yeah, I did as well, to be honest. It's, I mean, they're both the same guy, essentially. Um, but yeah, this was AAA's LA Parker, not WC Dub's LA Parker. Mm. But still. So, yeah, very sad day. Um, moving on to other news. Uh, Marty Skill has allegedly been offered absolute ducats to work for ROH. Um, it's potentially main roster money. What did you say it was, Toaster, earlier? You said you gave us a figure. Uh, standard main roster money at the minute is half a mil guaranteed. So that's what like WWE are offering all their guys to stay. So 
Is anybody here that signed a new deal, like new multiple year deal? Generally, it's at least half a mil. So Marty's been offered about a half a mil to work for 40 days, I believe, a year. Which is mental, years, considering days. if we go back to the Kelly Klein thing, where they she was getting paid 19. as being a, their top women's champion. Like, a bit mental. And then, and also, because uh, this was Big Melty Melt who sort of broke this info. Alongside that, you have, you throw in the New Japan element, where New Japan, he clearly wants to work for New Japan or work in New Japan. Apparently, he was going to be in, it was, was it the G1 last year, but uh, the dates conflict with Ring of Honor? Super uh, Juniors. Super Juniors. That's the best of Super Juniors, yeah. 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 And well, his dates conflicted and he was really upset and he was willing to walk off the back of that. But then Ring of Honor said, look, look, you can work New Japan. I think it. Was, I think he agreed to work it. See, I think there was something he agreed to work and Ring of Honor wouldn't... Because obviously he had dates to think. Obviously Japan are big on their um, like handshake agreements, like gentleman agreements. And I think that gave a little bit of heat between Marty and Japan, even though Marty really wanted to do it. Yeah, I think, I, I think the big issue is I can't see New Japan keeping their ROH relationship because there's no benefit to them anymore. But if it's like an AEW contract with um, Kenny, like in the contract it says you can wrestle for New Japan, then they don't need a partnership really, do they? The other side of it is, is Marty that important to New Japan? Uh, uh, the minute he would be massive. In yeah, because the, 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 the Super well. Juniors, Super Juniors, the uh, Junior Heavyweights needs bodies at the moment. So he'd be... Okay. Big boy acquisition. Would any of you guys be upset that he's not gone to uh, AEW or WWE or anything like that? Or I say upset, I, I, but like no, just... I just think Marty needs to do what Marty needs to do. I'd, I I will always keep an eye on his career, even if I don't what like I didn't watch I didn't know anything about NWA until he like recently until he went there, and I was like, oh okay, he just turns up and says, oh yeah, this I want your title, big boy. And then um, I saw it. I've seen lots of things on Twitter recently where he's taken a. He it looks like he's been to full sale. I've seen that he's taken a photo in like the he's cafe. He's taken a photo in the area outside where there's like mm. there's those patio chairs. Yeah, and there's a photo of him there. There's a photo of him somewhere else as well. I so can't remember where it was. Probably. Yeah, probably Jacksonville. I I think he's just playing around because he can, to be honest. Exactly. Hey, you never. This could this could all be like Marty said to Mel. I've been offered this deal just to see what deal he might get elsewhere because it might raise a reaction from a WWE or an AEW like fuck. Well, he would he would never get main roster money going to NXT. Yeah, but he might get a bit more money than, well, than what well, he than might like, be. The likes of Adam Cole and all them not would get. Well, no, no, he might get a bit more money than what they originally would offer him. I think Adam Cole, Gargano and Kiampa are on main roster money in NXT anyway. Because there was a few of the talents that were bumped up to main roster money. Um, as far as Marty, I would obviously like the same in AEW because there's that built-in story. Yeah. Mm. would have happened beforehand. But there's nothing stopping him for signing with ROH for another year and then going and doing that next year. Do you know what I mean? That story is always going to be there and built in. I still think long term he'll end up in AEW at some point, but if he signs for ROH for that much money, for he's just gonna—he's just gonna have to, you know, he—he'll he, get absolute bags, but no one's going to be watching him. Yeah, and it's just—he's just going to have to. If you—if oh, no, you can't complain at a bloke who wants to go after money, um, 
but at, what, at some point he's going to have to jump onto that mainstream. It's like a footballer right? signing to play in China, really, isn't it? Yeah, no, not it's anymore. Watch. With Oscar the new weird cap. Yeah, yeah, I know, but but it, like when Oscar left and joined um, one of the Chinese clubs, he's like, oh, player in his prime, he's gone to China. Why? Money? Yeah, of course. Uh, that like five hundred grand a week. Yeah, <laughs> but I might do it. Yeah, Tevez was on one point two million a week or something mental like that. Levetti retired because that weird structure came in. He didn't want to go back to Europe. He was just like, I'm fucking out. Why not? Thinking about it, why the fuck not? Indeed. Um, A Bushy Big Snack snack is here. Um, Matt has made it to the chat. (laughs) A Bushy Big Snack. So, I think we all agreed that Marty could potentially... I think I genuinely think... Marty is gonna do what he wants, but he likes stirring the pot and making people guess all the way until he actually makes a decision and it's legit and it's announced by whoever he's signed with. Because I mean, it's been going on for a while. When when did when his contract was at what before Christmas? Uh, and yeah, he was like, yeah, he goes straight to AEW, and then he was like, oh, but actually, I'm going to turn up in NWA. Well, actually, uh, I've been offered this amount of money from. ROH and people are like, and then they see these photos of him at Full Sail or at Jacksonville, and you just go, We have no idea where he's going. It's the Rumble in a couple of weeks, boys. Exactly. There's no way Marty's going Number 30 in the Rumble. Imagine the scenes. But you just don't know. Everyone expecting CM Punk. Yeah, but but didn't everyone say there's no way AJ's going to sign for WWE? No, AJ and Marty are two completely different things. Like, AJ was over as fuck. Marty is known, but he's not. Big enough for known in the marks. Yeah. Think, think about the two things here. If AJ, when AJ turned up, the pop was massive, right? Yeah. When Marty turns up, it'll be a rip. It'll be a little ripple. Satisfaction in the world at that point. Marty's girl is in ROH leading villain enterprise. Like, there's the scale is completely different. You cannot compare fucking AJ when yeah, he. But no, toast. You're forgetting. It would be. It would be absolute scenes. Number thirty. Everyone is expecting CM Roman. Punk. And he's expecting Roman also. Marty's going to come out. Imagine the heat, just a mega heel straight away. Anyone does the whoop whoop, they're automatically going to think it's fucking Keith Lee because he's still. <laughs> but, like, Imagine that, thinking it's Keith Lee and a small white guy comes out. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's just no. But it could I, I happen, though, Tyson. I can't, he's definitely No, you're trying to get me worked up. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm genuinely not. Toasters on the ropes. Oh no, he, he's he is not worked up yet. He's not, no, not yet. I just I like the thought of it. I understand that you like the thought of it, and you're a smart like the rest of us doing a mm. fucking wrestling podcast. But Marty Storm to like ninety percent of that audience is not well known enough. I he might get a pop if he showed up in an. I don't I don't know about a Rumble audience because the Rumble right. audience are quite quite smart, and it's in Houston, Texas, which is quite a smarky town, so they should know who he is. Just, but if it was anywhere else, like a, a non... Oh, know, Matt Lafayette, work. He's Lafayette. They, wouldn't, they, well, they wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. Um, see, I just... The, the, the reason why I like the idea of it more than anything is it's a big scalp for... It's a big <laughs> fuck you to AEW. That, hey, we took the one guy we couldn't... That you, you know... You wanted to bring with you to keep your elite going, or elite going, but you know your elite thing. We stole him. I reckon that could be a massive fuck you. I mean, okay. I know. <laughs> Toaster. I know. Just I, I know. Massive no, you, Chris. I know. I know. No, but, like, 
I'm, I'm just trying to use logic in the situation. If Gordy Sturt was a bigger name and had a couple of more years and a couple of fucking IGWP world title runs or something in Japan, maybe. But Marty Scurll at the minute would barely make an impact in the NXT like sort of environment. Like he would be known. But if you put Marty Scurll in NXT, is he going to go top of the card in NXT right now? No. Because he's not getting above Balor, Cole, Gargano, Kiampa, Keith Lee maybe in a couple of months, depending on what sort of push Keith Lee gets. Like I seen Billy Ray was uh, touting Keith Lee to go in and be number two in the Rumble and square off with Brock for a couple of minutes. And that would give him a mega push, being able to stand up the Brock. But I can't, I can't see where Marty would fit in in NXT. I think he'd be mid card, sort of around, I don't know, Kushida or Cameron Grimes or something. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but apparently Tessa Blanchard did big no nos allegedly on Twitter. So it all came out. Well, no, it wasn't on Twitter, but in previous events. But it came out because she tweeted um, about, yo, your your girls out there need to stick up for each other. And then someone, I don't I don't know who tweeted back first. Toaster knows all the ins and outs. He's, he's typical Mark. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it's an insult, it's there, dude. Right. No, it's not. It's <laughs> 91st episode. Right. Um, <laughs> so. uh, basically, Tessa tweeted something about women supporting each other, which is a good thing. Um, but then Until she got called out by nearly everyone. Yeah, then Sienna called her out for an incident where she spat on and make a, made a racist remark to a wrestler. Then Chelsea Green came in and confirmed that and said that Tessa had held her down. Then other wrestlers started coming out and it just blew up into... Massive wrestle drama. And then Joey Janela tweeted, I was just about to leak my nudes today, but I think it'd just get lost in the shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, it's... Apparently she's an absolute fucking nightmare behind the scenes anyway. And that's the reason why she uh, didn't get far in the Mae Young and why she didn't get WWE contract and why she hasn't got an AEW contract and why she's... Would bend over backwards to give her a contract. They've dealt with our souls before, and the money they would get from Tessa Blanchard versus Charlotte Flair has like built up their main roster. They would make fucking ducats. Um, they've dealt with our souls backstage before. Like we've had wrestlers that have got over and worked really well, and like she can work, she can wrestle. She's potentially, I'd say, the best women's wrestler out there at the minute. Maybe Io Shirai tops her. In terms of wrestling ability, I mm. don't think there's another one you could name that would be better than those two. What are we talking about? Best female wrestling talent right now. Well, Matt's in the chat, so he's going to type Rhea in about three seconds. Well, no, Rhea's not there yet, but Rhea will probably get in that conversation in a year or two. But right now, I'd say Io and Tessa are the best. Probably Charlotte. You could say so Charlotte's what? up there in terms of athletic Yeah, Charlotte's up there as well. And that's what I'm saying. Like Charlotte versus Tessa is money. They can print that whenever the fuck they want. So WWE will eventually end up with her. Best in ring work. Yeah. I mean, she, she's slated to win the title tonight, isn't she? I'll tell you she's slated. She's, well, it's her and Sammy Callahan tonight, isn't it? In there. Yeah. Bound for whatever the fuck it is. And I presume they're going to win. I presume she's going to win the title. And it's going to be a big thing. But it's overshadowed by this, a lot of these allegations. Indeed. Indeed. Um, in other news, 
Uh, Angus Gunn has signed for AEW. Uh, he is the son of Billy Gunn and tag partner. They were on Dark, I think, this week um, in a tag team match because I saw a, a video where there was a child pinning Billy Gunn after Dark, you know, dressed as Orange Cassidy, as you do. They gave him, uh, uh, what do you call that, a trial match last week, and him and Billy fought someone. And they were they didn't put that on dark, but then they had another match this week. Not that he's saying, so he's gonna be wrestling with his dad as a tag team, probably lower fucking lower lower card. It's your dad. I don't quote me on this. I think they're calling themselves Gun Club. Um, I'm not sure. Who knows? And in final bit of news, uh, NXT this week showed that. Uh, the time splitters are going to reunite, ready for the tag team classic. It's moving near me five of their matches. I haven't seen a single yeah. one. Thank you. It's moving. We didn't watch New Japan back then. To be yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't watch New Japan when the Elite were in it. <laughs> so I literally watched like highlights of Kenny and Okada, and then watched Wrestle Kingdom last year before they left, and then that was it. So I saw literally saw one match that they were in. Are each. they going to get to the final of the? I don't think so. Although, if they sign Alex Shelley to a one-year deal and have him do like sort of half coaching thing, kind of like Ono, that could be a way to actually use Kushida for a while. Because That's I don't think I they know what to do with him. They need they need an excuse, if you want to call it that, to actually start using Kushida. And Alex mm. Shelley could be his mouthpiece as well that way. Shelley's. Obviously, speaks. Paul in the chat's quite right here. He goes, why did they? Why did they have to ruin it by announcing it beforehand? Because WWE, they, they love doing that. You, Honestly, I think it's a draw. Some of the viewers on next week. Yeah, mm. if, you, if you announce it on the day, people are going to be like, "Who?" People who've not watched New Japan are going to be like, "Who's who's this guy?" Yeah, like, don't I, I like sort of the the market NXT is going up for is the smart mark market. So it's the guys who have watched. Japanese wrestling and indie wrestling. Time splitters, obviously, I don't know if they had a run with the junior titles. I know they challenged for the junior titles a couple of times. Um, so it draws in that sort of element and it gives them an announcement for next week's show. I think that's why AEW are starting to announce like most of their matches each week now, beforehand. And considering the numbers are all over the place, I mean, AEW's, AEW's really picked up over the last couple of weeks, isn't it? Yes, and mostly it seems to be down to the fact they've cut back on the comedy and story angles, and it's a lot of wrestling with like the odd after-ring segment, which works. It's what they did originally, and it seems to be what the fans want more than like loads of... Just less of Brandy, please. It'll be interesting to see what happens next week, because obviously this, this week wasn't the greatest of shows. It wasn't the worst show by a long shot, but um, just to see if how many people stick around and whatnot. I've read people moan about NXT this week as well. I didn't get around to watching NXT. So. Um, I watched this morning. Both shows were they were good. They were good quality wrestling. It was better than what you would have seen if you had watched main roster. But I didn't mind it, to be or, honest. From what I saw, it seemed all right. Yeah, for what... Like the sort of levels that they've hit so far in the what is this 12 14 weeks they've been head to head, it is not two of their better performances, mm. respectively, for both companies. It's obviously a bit hard, you know, the first week after Christmas. Obviously, AEW had a cracking week. Uh, was it the first show back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
where the NXT had their award show, wasn't it? Um, they had a cracking show, and then this week it's just a bit. Eh, they're trying to. I think they're just trying to spread out what goes on which show. Because obviously they've got until the end of April. Uh, of April? The hell's April? End of February until um, Revolution. Yeah. Matt in the car has said this week's AEW. This week was AEW's worst, and NXT was poor this week. Um, I'd love to get your opinion on those when you do get in the pod. We probably won't be talking about it for a while, so hopefully yeah, it arrives by the time we talk about it. We can vamp for about five minutes until he gets it. Robert, Robert, quick talk about Raw. Who wants it? No one? Good. No, good. <laughs> you want Smackdown? No one? No, I didn't watch good. any Smackdown. I saw the Raw highlight. Is that still a thing? Oh, um, fucking... Did anybody watch Velocity this week? No, no good. Um, 205 Live, one minute's cancelled. This week they had um, Leo Rush versus Isaiah Scott, and it was a shit-up match. A shit-up match. Absolutely. Have they, have they got anyone else? Like for, it's going to be cancelled again next week. So. Um, I think we should start watching MLW, lads. It's become an like MLW podcast. It's like, what's that? It's uh, it's another wrestling show. It's an hour long and it's on YouTube everywhere. See, I can watch that. It's well, like free. Defiant. Smooth will still find a way to uh, moan about it. No, so MLW is done by Court Bauer, who used to be like a WWE writer. Um, so they've got like Tom Lawler, one of the Usos' cousins, is their champion at the minute. He's a big bastard, like. Is that the J- Jacob? Jacob Fatu, yeah. Uh, he's fucking mad. They've got MJF, um, the two Davy Boy Smith, or Davy Hart Smith, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, they've got a decent roster and they're building up. Like... Should we do the, um, the awards? We shall do oh, yeah, the awards. There we go. We shall do the awards. Um, so last week we all came up with our suggestions for certain categories last week. Um, we then put it to you guys over on the Twitter at WP, uh in a long list of uh, thread uh, tweets just to get your opinions where you could vote, um, add some extra suggestions, and the results are finally in. Um, so the moment of the year, um, the ones that we suggested were me going crazy for Walter when he debuted in NXT Blackpool last year. It's Walter. Right. <laughs> it's Walter. Uh, Rhea Ripley winning the NXT women's belt. Uh, John Moxley's debut on AEW when he came out at double or nothing. Yep. Uh, or Kofi winning the WWE title. Um, it was won, uh, no surprise, by Kofi winning the WWE title. Uh, 54.5% of Kofi Big Dog. There, there, there was a big debate in the DMs with this afterwards. I was not really paying Matt attention. Matt was too interested on the run before and after, not the moment. Look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm going to be honest. Matt's just doing big races. That's what happened. He doesn't exactly. Like exactly. Assume of him. Call him Tessa Blanchard because he's a knob. <laughs> allegedly. Wow, allegedly. Allegedly. In the news, potentially. Um, but yeah, I think it was... I, I personally, I didn't really butt in with this one when we were talking in the DMs, but I think it was a well-worthy winner of Moment of the Year because it was such such a pivotal moment in his career and just meant a lot. Um, Look at the reaction videos. It meant a lot to yeah. 
had hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. The fact yeah. that he was sent videos of everybody in Ghana just going mad is unreal as well. Why Ghana? It's where he's from, isn't it? It's his country of origin. Country of origin. He's not actually Jamaican like he was in the feud with Triple H toast. Toast is supposed to be big, Jamaican. Big <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Um, entrance, one. <laughs> entrance of the year, um, we had uh, Poppy singing in Ayo Shirai, Cody breaking the throne um, during one of the AEW pay-per-views, can't remember which one it was, uh, Batista at Mania with his entourage and Tyson Fury at Crown Jewel. Um, I'm fuming because mine didn't make it. Um in the cut, but the winner with 51.9% of the votes, which is an abomination in my opinion. Should have been EO. It should have been EO. It should have been anything else apart from this, but Tyson Fury entrance at Crown Jewel. Right. Kemsa said it with Tyson Fury and Kemsa and his fucking Twitter follower Hollians just ruin any Twitter vote you do that Kemsa's involved in. So anything (laughs) Kemsa wants is going to win. What an absolute cunt. Jack will be after you. Him and Kemp's are like... I've uh, no, got beef since he dissed my hairline a long time ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, we then had Feud of the Year. Um, the selections that could have been uh, taken was... Uh, David Starr versus Jordan Devlin, I think, in OTT. Yep. Um, the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros across Triple AAA R and AEW. Ripley versus Baszler um, and Cole versus Gargano. Again, winning by a landslide was Cole versus Gargano with 65.8% of the votes. To be quite honest, I wouldn't be disappointed with any of those winning. So. Shout out to Starr and Devlin getting second place. Get in. Yeah. Um, to be honest, we we should have put Bla- um, Blanchard and Callahan in that, but yeah, no we don't put racists in our polls <laughs> unless they're women of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> we then had uh, the PP paper PPV paper PPV view of the year. PPV view. We've done it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> paper view of the year or. renamed last year as the takeover award um the options were wrestle kingdom 13 nxt takeover new york or brooklyn depending on your outlook on life it's new york Uh, you just say it's brooklyn shut up because it was in brooklyn it was in brooklyn (laughs) net stadium therefore it's brooklyn uh double or nothing uh with aw and nxt takeover phoenix this was won by nxt takeover new york uh, with 59.5% of the votes. I'm anything, fine with that. I, I, I think Double or Nothing should have won, considering it was it was such a good pay-per-view and such a massive way for AEW to sort of explode onto the scene. But, I mean, I don't hate the fact that NXT won, because I'm a big I, fucking NXT I, mark. I kind of agree with the Double or Nothing stuff as well, because I remember staying up to watch it the first time I've ever paid for anything on box office. And I literally stayed up. And when Moxley came out, I had to try and go to sleep after that. It wasn't happening. <laughs> I was like... Watch blog post. I think we might have done. Uh, I believe we did, yeah. I think I remember doing it. might not be the one... Did, did I watch... Was, oh, no, I was in the chat for that one, I think. 
Might be the one I fell asleep in. I'm pretty sure that was one that me, Toast, and Kemp's did, anyway. So you and Toast did, because Kemp's never speaks. In nah, human. <laughs> <laughs> uh, match of the Kemp. year. Um, this was a very close one, I think, um, for the winner. So we had uh, Walter versus Tyler Bate, Cody versus Dustin, Gargano versus Ricochet, and Osprey versus Takagi. Um, it was very close between first and second place. Unfortunately, Cody versus Dustin missed out, and Walter versus Tyler Bate at NXT TakeOver. Fucking big, strong boy. One with 39 points. If most of our audience was American, then that wouldn't have been top. But because most of our audience is British, you got you know keep it British, man. No, no, I'm I'm happy with the result. It's the one I mm-hmm. went for, so I'm happy with it. Um, and I've not seen the Osprey match, but I mean any of the others that I that I'd say were, were perfect oh, that, that, winning it. It was my match of the year by a mile. Osprey Tagagi, it was just shit up. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Is it a shame that? Osprey's not won any category. Mm, no. It's a friggin' abomination, my friend. This movement's fuming. Cheers, hey, Smooth crying. What, what people vote for. Best wrestler of the year. And didn't even get recognition. Shocking behaviour. You could have you should have you didn't even vote for him. You didn't even suggest him. Um we'll Good. get to that. He was on the ropes, wasn't he? I did suggest him for one of the later categories and he still didn't win. Um, let's get yeah. through these quickly then. Tag Team of the Year uh, was between LAX or Proud and Powerful, whichever you want to call them. Lucha Bros, Viking Raiders or Undisputed Era. Shock Horror, Undisputed Era won with 60% of the votes. Second year in a row. Big Second time. year in a Seems. row. Anybody think they're good good tag teams, you know? Uh, Women's Wrestler of the Year um, with the suggestions that we gave of Rhea Ripley, Tessa Blanchard, Shayna Baszler and Jordan Grace. I feel for Jordan Grace, she got 0%. Massive L. Massive L. But the winner, uh, this was again quite a close one. Um, Unfortunately, Rhea Ripley missed out uh, in second, and the winner was Tessa Blanchard. She deserved it in terms of in ring. Yeah, Des- deserves. I wouldn't know because I've not watched any of her wrestling this year. So, if Ronda didn't leave in after WrestleMania, do you reckon she? I reckon she would no. have been for a massive shout. Uh, in ring work, no. What? Considering she only been wrestling a year, and so she would have If you, if you like put that. her in a poll with Tessa Blanchard and these other people, would suggested. Would she come out it's on not top? Going on in ring work. Becky Lynch won it last year. Is her in ring work in ring at work even is average? And Ronda Rousey was in that category as well last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I reckon I'm going to say no because year, so. I'm going to say no that she would be wrestler of the year because um, she would be absolutely hated and run off Twitter like Seth Rollins. Yep. Um, then, men's wrestler of the year, we had Kazuchika Okada, Kofi Kicks- Kingston, Will Ospreay, and Adam Cole. The, the winner 
<laughs> I was I was just waiting for you to do it again. Uh, the winner was Adam Cole. Hey, babe. I show I shouldn't have done it. Me and Toast stayed quiet. We knew what was coming. Me and Toast knew what was coming. You fell for the bait. Um, With 46.7% of the votes, Will Ospreay came second. He should have won. What are you doing, people of the internet? Completely wrong. Give me three good Ospreay promos. (laughs) Doesn't need to do promos, mate. Not even in the last year. Doesn't need to do promos. All right, what's his character? What's his character? Yeah. Best wrestler on the planet. That's not a character. That's a statement. He's a flippy boy. That's his character. Best wrestler on the planet. What's what's Kofi Kingston's character? He's in the New Day. Huh? That's not a character. He has to sell stuff for WWE, doesn't he? Pancakes and fucking cereal bars. That's what every wrestler does. They sell stuff. Making a lot of statements here, Toast. I don't even watch WWE, so I couldn't tell you what the last time Kofi did was. <laughs> cool. Um, let's go into what happened. Ooh, Osprey, big jumpy nonce. You Who talk, said that? You talk. You uh, talking about Will Osprey, there, boy? Are <laughs> you ripping my boy? I, I yes. Yes. Get tied down, Ibushi Big Snake. He stole the <laughs> Cody cutter from Cody. That's all I'm going to say. Let's move on. What? Mm? Oh. oh. Um, I noticed he did a Cody cutter off the top rope this week instead of the second rope. So he done. He did it the top rope first. The first week we done it, and then the second week was the second rope, and then top. Just kind of interesting. It just alternates between the two, obviously. Yeah, he's um, better than Osprey. So what? Cripper on the ropes tonight, you are fucking hell. Fucking demon, Ian. Fucking tetchy, that's what you've become now. Me? Yes. That's what happens when you diss my boy. Um. <laughs> just seen what Matt's put in the chat. Apparently, Kofi Kingston's character is Pancake Bitch. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> um, should we get on to what happened just before we came on air um, to record tonight? Uh, NXT Big Call of Duty, Duty. Smooth <laughs> Goss Triple Kill It was a loving life <laughs> Did he fuck? He got, oh, he yeah, got he a did. massive I got a merciless But he, he did also get a massive Golden Duck on his cricket game so. <laughs> 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 real, you know. That's not what I was going to talk about What I was going to talk about was uh, NXT UK Takeover take Black Are we going to talk about the shit punches thrown between Bobby Fish and fucking right No, because it, it's not AEW They are fucking horrendous Go back and watch it It was Chill fucking out, bad I can't It's the only bit I've seen, isn't it? No one cares Nobody cares about this pay-per-view oh, Sorry, mate, you didn't ask Oh, the punches don't matter because it wasn't in AEW. That's true. We done? Can I continue? Yes, sir. Excellent. Yeah, go on then. Um, so we did predictions for this. We didn't actually talk about them last week because reasons. Here he is. He's gonna Here he is. So Matt's just arrived for our listeners who don't watch the stream. Um, so we did uh, predictions. We also put it out to the guest league. We'll get to the guest league in a minute. No, um no. Mainly because I want to hold off talking about it as long as possible. I might just forget and then move on. Uh, what happened, Doug? 
Wahab, humongous dub. Shout out Wahab. So we're just going to talk about it now, are we? A really big dub. So uh, we put it out to the guest league. Um, the guest league was uh, Wahab. Uh, go and follow Wahab for. Don't oh, ever follow. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't ever do Move it. On. Don't. Just, you'll get don't the ever end. follow don't Wahab. If you would like to follow Wahab for big, no, long, no, no, you shouldn't like to know. You'll get no. DMs. At <laughs> don't do it. Um, it's at 203 I'm going to keep interrupting stop <laughs> move on do Tiger turn around can't be arsed Holly Kemp was also one of the members of the guest league uh, Timor and A. Boya I don't know who that is one of our Twitter followers boy Six one nine. Let's go. <laughs> um, which was won by by Wahab. He got four out of five. Not five out of five. So toast and boom. Uh, Ain't no one top. catching me with that. I mean, Rob already has. I but... don't know who that. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, a boyer came last with one out of five. Imagine getting one out of five. <laughs> That was you, wasn't it? <laughs> Talking about our predictions. Matt. Let's go back. So, uh, if Matt, how did your sixty hours of research in the classic NXT UK go? I did zero research. <laughs> I, I had the same predictions as Jack, so I changed, and that's what. Oh, no, 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 no. Can we can we talk about that though? Yeah, can we talk about that? The first thing that Jack says was, "I've blacked out the predictions." Only big nonsense check other people's answers. <laughs> Matt goes, I've changed two of mine because they were the same as yours. And I went, that, that, that sounds like someone checked other people's answers. Bit of a contradiction <laughs> going on here, I'd say. The whole point of blacking it out is so that you don't copy somebody else. But after you've done yours and then you realise that... You checked other people's answers, then changed. You literally copied. <laughs> No, I opposite. I did the opposite of copying. Just after you looked at other people's, that's the whole point of blacking it out. <laughs> Can I copy your homework? Honest, yeah, Matthew. but things are like To be quite honest, Matthew, you could have just looked at it and not told anybody. Human with you, like Smoothman does. Big fucking not. Every time. How do you think Chris got so many points at Wrestle Kingdom? What? Because he checked everyone's out. <laughs> But these boys know what we're talking about. Matt's done 60 hours research here. I'm going to check So, so me. let's go through uh, predictions. You are so mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> you banned me from the podcast and everything. Oh, that, that's a nice hurt. What you got there, mate? Well done. I thought you were doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, Chris... Got three out of five. Bang. Uh, so did I. Got three out of five. I was on a massive roll because I got the first two correct. And then I said, I'm going to do big five, five and oh win here. And it didn't happen. So, um, go on then. Tell I've you. got go an idea, right? Because you two drew. And usually we put this to a Twitter vote. Right? That's usually how we've said it. I say we put it to the vote the other three members of the bar. I think so too. Because I'm not, both, oh, not, not a good idea. Put it to her. Put it to her. No, I'm going to put that to us three, right? I'm going to make a statement for who I think should win. I oh, think God. we give it to Chris because fuck smooth when he was a cocky. We <laughs> didn't get five in a row. I'll take that. 
Even I, Paul's voted for Chris in the chat. I think <laughs> I, I think we give it to Smoothman. Yeah, that's because you're running against Chris in the competition. <laughs> you think Chris would get closer to me in the competition, so I think we give it to Smoothman. <laughs> Jack, you're the deciding vote. Well, um, but they both get wins anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, in that case, I don't care who gets it. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jack. We were building up suspense, though. <laughs> the only reason why they both get points is because Matt was fuming that I keep on beating him in votes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I predict I predicted right every fucking I'm gonna week. Vote, I'm gonna gonna vote. Wait, what about last week? How'd your Wrestle Kingdom predictions go? I'm going to vote for Smoothman because he actually watched it. Top boy. He was playing cricket in Call of Duty! Yeah, but he was actually was in the Discord. He was this. I have children. Yeah. I'm looking after That's my children. Chris. Slater over here. The man's got kids. <laughs> that sounds like a massive L on your part. Big dub. I got kids. Big dub. Fucking Jack L. coming in with the Brock. I don't give a shit about your kids. Don't give a shit. In there. Fuck your kids. No, wait, what? <laughs> Jesus. I'm out, boys. <laughs> I didn't know you remember the royal family, Jack. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Who did Walter beat again? Uh, Spoiler alert. One of the coffees. Joe. The one who was shit against Pete Dunn this time last year. Sword. Carry on, Smoot. <laughs> Are we sure? Are you sure? I don't know where to go from that. Um, so, after it, me and Chris becoming joint first, it was then joint second with... Matt and Space Toaster, and then Jack Shut did. Do you know what the Big best, L. Do you know what the best thing is? I know that Jack has changed his results since I. Yeah, I kept changing them. I didn't know. I didn't know. And if he'd have left them as if he'd have left them as they were, he'd have got two points. I had Kaylee Ray for ages, and I. Yeah, I was flicking between Kaylee Ray and Piper, and it'd been like every day would change. And now I want to, to kill be honest, myself. I did it once and then forgot about them. So, to be honest, I did my predictions this morning because I didn't really care. <laughs> cool. Um, should we talk about it? Um, I think as a takeover, it was all terrible. Huh? It was all terrible. I, I, I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> I didn't watch any of it apart from the terrible punches at the end because they sucked. For, for me, I think. Um, Trent Seven and Eddie Dennis was okay. He was a great opener. Um, the fact that he did like a razor's edge to Trent Seven outside the ring onto a kind of camera person, person, man. yeah, man. And I was just like, what? Oh, he yeeted him. Can I ask an honest question? Yeah. Those two wrestlers, would you go out of your way to watch any of their singles matches? Oh, good God. Does that man. sound appealing? Oh, and uh, I was going to say, say yes, but then you said matches. Uh, yeah, no. matches <laughs> and singles. Trent with Taylor's not bad as Mustache Mountain. But as a singles match, that does not appeal to me at all. That sounds like a dark show warm-up. Like, But this is on a fucking takeover. Well, they only have five matches and not a very big fucking roster. You might as well have... Especially Trent, one of your old school boys in there. Even if it's not going to be a, it's, ne- it's never, it was never going to be a remembered match, if you want. No, I think in the fact that he put over Dennis as well, because obviously Dennis hasn't really done a lot in terms of NXT UK. He faced uh, 
massive for the last. Well, when do you watch next NXT UK? Um, today um, you actually um, watched it. Two years ago, used to watch it like when we first. So, so, so in in timeline sense, af- before today, the last thing that I watched was the last takeover. Yeah, same here. Like um, everyone else, that's what everyone's. <laughs> but I genuinely think he hasn't really done a lot. Like you don't see him. How do you know? They use How? Trent Seven, who's a known name, to put over a guy that nobody knows because that's what half the NXT UK roster is. It's. And he's that guy. He's that British strong style or fucking Imperium. Don't know him, don't care. He's the so teacher. He's he was a teacher, wasn't he? That's what I remember. He's a teacher. Yeah, he was a head teacher, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he, so... and he, everybody else that he was with went full time wrestling and he stayed in his job and then he had a big storyline in progress. That's he trained Don and Andrews, didn't he? Yes. Because he was a tag team of Andrews um, and then Andrews jogged on. Andrew saw the light. He was fuming, and then, then um, Dennis tried to put Andrew through table at Progress at a Wembley, and tables didn't break. So that's mm-hmm. the thing. I am the table. Right, should we move on from this terrible, boring match that nobody cared about? Only we'll move on from this terrible, boring show. Only I watched <laughs> it. Only I watched it. To be honest, I I was Chris happy that just I walked away. Quick, let's talk about <laughs> anything else. I was happy I picked Eddie Dennis, and then. Eddie Dennis yeeted Tyler, uh, Trent Seven, and that was great. And then that was it. Right. That's all that was of note. Right, what was the next match? Uh, the next one, I think, was the women's match. Was it any good? Uh, it was, yeah, actually. It was, it we really have been wrestling each other for years. Like, so. I, I said to Smoot on the Discord that um, I think this all leads to a takeover at Glasgow. And the main event's going to be Niven versus Kaylee Ray because obviously they're both Scottish. Scottish words, yep. And I, I think that, and then uh, Piper Niven, big baby face win at the end. Um, makes sense. So if they if they announce takeover Glasgow next pay per view, right. guaranteed. So what was the match after this? Uh, <laughs> that was the match of the year potential. Um, it is live up to the potential. Is what Jack dubbed it as Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate. I. Actually enjoyed this a lot more than the, la- the ladder match. To be quite honest, did you know? Mm. That, oh no, I know why. Because there was an avalanche Spanish fly, and there were so many Spanish flies, mate. Like a little bit. No, it, it wasn't <laughs> that though. It was just the that overarching build from not a lot's happening at the beginning of the match. Then they're trading, getting the upper hand, and then it was just literally, I have no idea who's going to win this. We had so many false finishes. As soon as so, Tyler, um, Jordan Devlin hit an avalanche Spanish fly and then his side suplex, and Tyler Bate kicked out. At that point, you knew Tyler Bate was winning. There's no way you kick out of those two moves and you don't win. Why is Tyler Bate winning this match? So, what does that do for any like Tyler Bate has done everything? He's in the title picture, me. maybe, but, but he's, he's done. Ev- he's he's had his title match. He no. lost. Right? After the match, did he win was, clean or? Yeah, it was clean. But after mm. the match, they had um, a lot of camera work on Trips and William Regal, who were up in the balconies. So that might suggest that he's going to NXT US. But if if you were clever and you wanted to move him up to NXT US, you would put over somebody on your way out, like everybody ever has done for all of wrestling history. If you're leaving a company like NXT UK, you put over somebody. Yeah, leaving, mate. 
Yeah, but it is leaving though, isn't it? He's not going to fight on fucking NXT UK. It's a piss ant fucking shitty show. I'll do what Pete Dunne done and do both for a little bit. And then move up. It's a poor decision, poor decision is all I'm saying. If you're going to take him over to... Won it takeover, so this is his first one to take over. Yeah, I'd have given Devlin the win here. Devlin hasn't won a takeover either. Yeah, but Tyler Bates been in full. I think Devlin, Devlin will probably be groomed to take like Taylor Bates' spot whenever Bates moves up. It'll be Devlin. I I would like to see Tyler. Uh, sorry, Jordan Devlin built to take the title off Walter. Yeah, I would. That's what they've done in OTT. So they could do something similar. Uh, Walter and Devlin were classed together in OTT. To be fair, the sign breaks up. Oh wait, he doesn't like them. I genuinely think though. And this is controversial after the statements I made at least a year ago. I think Jordan Devlin's a better wrestler than Finn Balor. From what I saw tonight. No. no. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew someone was going to shoot me down. I'll be honest. I don't know when the last time we've seen Balor actually allowed to wrestle wrestle. Mm, you know what I mean? That's the problem. I think. Like It's the same as like... Knock, knock in Japan was a lot better, and I know that's going to set Matt off. But like Balor in Japan was fantastic. In NXT, he broke out a couple of matches like where he was good. But other than that, I haven't really seen Balor be its full potential in the ring with anyone, even if matches with AJ weren't. Um, so on an upcoming the next takeover, I believe it's going to be Balor versus Gargano. It is that, that could blow the room. And off. I think that that you might you might see then that. But they could just go all out because mm. Johnny Gargano is a match of the year machine anyway. It's going to be good it's shit. Good it's good shit, pal. Chris is back. Yeah, and, yeah, okay. and we're getting um, a proper heel baller for the first time, really, in WWE. All right, he was a heel when he faced what's his name? At, was it Riddle? faced at Takeover. Yes. Yeah, yeah. but um, like I think against a proper uber baby face like Johnny Gargano, you'll see. Balor's true heel capabilities within the WWE shit out territory. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Then we had the, uh, the the tag team ladder match. So it was Gallus, Imperium, Grizzled, Everyone Young, died. Grizzled Young Veterans and Mandrews, Flash Morgan Webster. Oh, this is the first one I got right. Everyone did big rip. <laughs> Everybody did big rip. Including most of his in the predictions, apart from that, yeah, um, everyone uh, Wolfie speared, not Wolfie as in Jem Wolfie, <laughs> Wolfgang, massive spear onto Eichner, just snapping a ladder in half. It properly um, snapped. Mark Coffee fell through a table, it's like the opposite of I am the table, <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> did. collapsed through a table, it seems. While, um Mandrews and Flash Morgan Webster both dove off a ladder onto Wolfgang. That, I think, that was supposed to be a double spot and they thought on the fly and they've gone, let's do it together. Because you can see him speak to him and you go, look, let's swap this now. I've got got nothing to do. Let me climb up as well. And it still looked pretty cool to say that they had to do it out of nowhere. It was a proper, like, they tried to arc it back to when Jeff Hardy did it for the first time in the TLC match. Like a sent on off the ladder on for a table. It's pretty yeah. good shit, man. It was good. Um this uh this this was very good. Um I think Matt, you said it was your match of the night. Me? I didn't watch no. any of them. 
Jack, I even. Did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> your face was on screen and I, I got yeah. confused. I definitely didn't see any of them from <laughs> after the night. No, but Don't Jack, me, yeah, Jack was in the Discord when we were watching. I it. gave this a solid quarter star more than Bait Devon. A solid quarter star. Solid, not a flopping mm. quarter star. A solid quarter. Star. Um, my my hope was that Imperium would win the titles, and then you've got Walter and Imperium with the titles going into Worlds Collide. It's too undisputed eerie, though. Yeah, yeah I know. Era, so all the titles on the line except for a mid card title because NXT UK don't have them. <laughs> but uh, it was won by Gallus in the end. Big boy Gallus to a huge pop. Blackpool love Gallus. GG's. Mm. And then the final match was the main event, Walter versus Joe Coffey. Um, it was okay. It was good, but I don't know. No, I think once you've you watched two decent matches and then you watch this, you kind of feel it's a bit of a come down. It was never going to be a fucking world beater, but they did, they did what they had to do. Joe Coffey did massive baby face turn because he got an injury and tried to fight for it. Uh, Walter destroyed a referee. <laughs> Walter yeeted a referee out that ring. With a drop kick. He drop kicked and drop him kick. so hard oh, that I think he died for our sins. New ref took about 20 minutes to get in the ring. Legit. Chris, that is incorrect. I did not be too busy getting care packages. This was afterwards I started playing Call of Duty. Um, sure, pal. It was true. I was playing cricket. <laughs> this is when I got my duck. Too busy getting golden ducks. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was a new. It's not the best UK takeover. Oh, was... I think this is probably the weakest one. But then again, none of us have been. None of us have been invested since the last one. Because so before the last one, at least me and Smoothman would watch the occasional one. I would watch it every week. Smoothman would catch the occasional one. Whereas after the last take of none of us have watched it. Like I, I certainly haven't kept up with what's happening. No. I was Just going to honest. say in oh, the uh, in whilst whilst sort of hearing because obviously I wasn't watch. I watched the end of Bait and um, Devlin. It was quite a good match. But like I, um, I was wondering. Oh, there's no American intervention in this in this takeover for the first time. And then at the end there was. Uh, it seems weird that they can't seem to take over without some sort of American intervention, though. Well, the they have to, because his worlds collide. When was the last American intervention? Cesaro. Cesaro was at the last one. intervention. That was just, he was a match. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, is needing someone from the, ma- or, the main... the first one? Uh, Finn Balor. Neither of them are American. What the fuck are you on okay, about? Okay, right, American you I'm, not, I'm, I'm, you I'm talking about... Yeah, Chris main Trump, Bear Brown, a few of you. All night. Oh, I'm going to mute myself. Fuck off. <laughs> the fuck? Wow. What's the fuck He's literally, it's because of yesterday. He went to Charlton, he got in big fights with West Brom fans, and now thinks he's hard. Scrapping. I am hard, mate. <laughs> Scrap you. That's not hard. We don't want shit or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're on to the part that you want to talk about, Toast. So I don't know what you're moaning about. We don't I just want to get talk past about. the NXT on, UK. Like, UE punches. Go in. Off you go. Free reign. I mean, go have a look at them. They were fucking atrocious. Oh, you built this up to be a big thing. You know, you bottled it. I'm feeling... No, honestly, go look at it. Right? The clip Chris posted on Twitter. He's posted it on their big boy pop or something. Go look at it. Like, 
Bobby Fish, who I like. I think Bobby Fish is a class wrestler. Go look at him and fucking Wolf, formerly of Sanity, and their punches together is fucking... They're so shit. Like, they might as well be punching the map beside each other. There you go. Do big watch now. Yeah, go do big watch. Follow Chris on Twitter at twitter.com. Yeah, there you go. There's my plug for the stream. I'm off. Yep. Bye. Um, <laughs> let's move into this week in wrestling in terms of Wednesday, because to be quite honest, for the first time in a long time, I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown. You never watched them. You read Bleacher Report and look at fucking highlight vids. Smooth no, for a while was no, the I, only one to watch. I actually do watch it. I record <laughs> yeah. it on B. I used to record it on Sky when it was on Sky. I record it now. It's on BT. I just didn't watch them. I deleted them from my planner. Mainly because Alice I knew exactly there, what like, happened with Raw. Boys. I knew what happened with Raw because I saw Brock Lesnar turned up and went, nah. Oh, yeah, that's the only thing I saw because I posted in the DMs. And we're like, was this the SmackDown that had like three returns or debuts or whatever? No, that was last week. Oh, well, I don't care then. <laughs> See, I like that. No, I don't care. Has everyone, um, has everyone just had enough with the main roster or yeah. Raw and SmackDown? I've yeah. not. Watched a single highlight or episode since the Hell in a Cell, and I hadn't actually watched SmackDown for about six weeks before that either. So, nothing really happens at the moment. Do you know when you used to be able to watch Raw or SmackDown and think something interesting could happen today, like something out of the blue could happen? But it is Rumble season, season. That doesn't happen. Yeah, but even even any time in the year, it doesn't happen. What What we get now is a stupid Royal Rumble. CM Punk. Yeah, I couldn't say that with a straight face. What we get now is Lana turning up, getting married, and someone jumping out of a cake. No, I'm not having you slating that. I don't like it, but it gets fucking millions of views on YouTube. So there's people love, right people lo- love the um, soap drama shit. It's awesome. And we get Big Show. Oh, yeah, Big Show returned, didn't he? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Right, I said in the DMs, one last run until Mania, he loses, he retires, he goes in the Hall of Fame. I don't year. have a problem with it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't kick off about it or anything. It's just, oh, it's Big Show again. Okay, cool. When's he going to turn heel? <laughs> <laughs> and then face again within 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, it's not his fault. It's just how he's, it's just how he's booked. <laughs> he was face when he left. He returned as a face. There's no turn for show. Still be. only had his 29. What? He's had 29 turns so far. This isn't the 30th. He's still face. For now. Big. He gives until he knocks Kevin Owens out and then joins Seth and AOP. Right, what happened on SmackDown? But... Nothing. I've not seen well, it. Well, I was just going to say that Brock Lesnar is going to be in the Royal Rumble even though he's a champion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's entering his number one, isn't he? Oh, well, that yeah. literally happened a few years ago. Yeah, but the title was on the line a few years ago. So yeah, it's not this match. Like two weeks until the Rumble, it could be on the line again. You know? yeah, no, this, they said specifically it's it, not. Yeah, they've, they've said it's not going to be on the line, so this is just to find who Brock Lesnar faces at the Rumble so that Roman can win the Rumble and face the Fiend. Fiend. Or Daniel Bryan. The the other thing about Brock Lesnar as well is uh, he's got time to go and high five some kids in Minnesota, but can't turn up and defend his title. Has Shane McMahon returned yet? No, no, that nonsense round here. No, no, but listen, right? It's coming up to WrestleMania. Shane McMahon needs a paycheck. Shane McMahon comes into the Rumble, gets in it with Brock. It's Brock versus Shane at Mania. Boom! Oh, for goodness' sake! He's the greatest wrestler alive. 
Yeah, oh, SmackDown, John Morrison came out. There we go. Yeah, John Morrison was on Miss TV on SmackDown. Oh, he came out last week, and he was, he was actually... No, no one cares from what I heard. But this week, he came out on his entrance, and no one still cared. Yeah. But I don't really know what else. Apparently, Rambling Rabbit died again, you know. What? Rip. Yeah, he dies every, every dies other every week, week. See, th- this is the kind of thing, like, between... Uh, WrestleMania and like SummerSlam, I was every single day, every single uh, Tuesday, I'd wake up and watch the Firefly Funhouses. And even that doesn't keep me in- invested in the main roster anymore because they ruined it. Well, they when don't really do them anymore. They do. They've got four a week, and that's the problem. Vince McMahon! You can't blame him. It's making them fucking. Yeah, I'll make a bank off it. At least he hasn't turned up with that stupid title on TV yet, and I think he won't because I think people have seen what absolute nonsense it is. I don't think they really care. They'll sell thousands of those blue belts. He'll not the blue one, one, the other one, one. the face one. The only yeah. time the face one will ever come down is when the fiend's defending it, and he's never going to defend it on TV. It'll be a pay per view, isn't it? He's not going to come out with it at pay per view. He will come out with it. That's why Bray, when Bray was Bray, he came down with the normal belt. Yeah, but it makes that, complete um, sense for them to have two different belts if they if they want to be two different people, even though they're not. Because they've said that he's the fiend of Bray Wyatt. I know, but um, should we talk about actual good stuff? Actual even though it wasn't boy. as good as normal. Um, we start with so, NXT or AEW. Uh, we'll start with. Should we start with AEW this week? Because <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel sorry for Toast because he wants to talk about EW and last week. Look at shot... there. Last week he was so sad. I'm I'm okay. Don't feel sorry for me. No, he just looks well, so I sad. Sorry for you last week know. because we got to AEW and everyone. No, let's not talk about it. Let's finish. Bye. That, honestly, last week was really long. It didn't bother me that we finished. It was but... unfortunate that we didn't talk about it because it was a fucking fantastic show last it week. Wasn't AEW. Last week. Mm. This week, however. Was trash. Go on, Matt. Reasons why. Matt just, versus uh, Toast. Why don't we just go through the show and I'll tell you why each segment was fucking terrible. So there's some. It's not all of them. It's not all of them. Okay, give me, large... give me five reasons why this show was terrible without mentioning Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> so, without mentioning Brandy Rhodes, let's you start... You just with... mentioned her. So... A smoothie dub the right there. Right, so let's, let's they, just go through. We'll, yeah, we can mention how terrible it is as we go through. Um, so we we started the night with Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus Private Party in a tag team match. Fine match. Fine. Thought it was a decent good. match. I didn't expect I thought it, it was to good. be mad. Like Private Party still green. I I don't um, know why the match was happening, but yeah, yeah it's it happening. Was. It's been built up. I think it might be BT. I've been watching BT again. Um, I think it might have been built up there. Hangman's like having arguments with Private Party because he's he was having an argument last week on TV. Before yeah, he, he had an argument on TV. As right, okay. He was in backstage it. getting a getting a scotch, and then yeah. he refused oh, yeah. to pay for it or something. And is is Hangman's gimmick now that he's an alcoholic? <laughs> no, his gimmick guy. now is that people troll him by putting his comments on the his screen. Is, he's essentially Smoothman and just on the ropes all the time. <laughs> yeah, much, he's, he's not with the elite. He's on the ropes. People are taking the piss out of him. Um, but then, like, and he's drinking. They're showing him drinking a lot, but part of Private Party's gimmick was they were drinking to their cool 
tagline was the same water when they were clearly running around with water backstage um but so they're trying to mix that in and i think it's just trying to get private party on the tv other than look we're the young young bucks which is what they're being groomed to be it's two flippy flop flyers that are going to be a tag team that are kind of supposed to be a younger version of young bucks like what they were when they were gen me and impact if any of you watched back then probably not what, what, what do we think of uh the finisher now which is v trigger and the uh, and the lariat wherever it is into each other at the same time where the guy, the guy just crumples in a heap afterwards. Um, I don't like it. That's kind of wank, to be honest. It it's just looks kind a bit of, weird. It falls flat. I think you think if, he, if, if he did the V-trigger and then he did the bookshot lariat straight after, that's brutal. Doing it at the same time, just... I, I was like, that looks like a botch. So... I don't really give a fuck about the finish, to be honest, because this tag team isn't a long-term tag team. It's a device to build a feud between those two. Like, they'll go down the line, they'll probably build them up to fight the SCU for the title, and then Paige will turn on Omega and Paige will go heel and be on his own for a while, and that's kind of what this tag team's being used for. Because they've but, got a match, haven't they, next week? So there's a there's a four-way tag team match, I think. Yeah, back it's the, beach the box, for the titles. The title box ends those guys, and I can't remember who the fourth team is. It's not is it, powerful, is it? It could, yeah, it is. It's LA. <laughs> but it's all building up to Kenny and fucking Hangman end up in a feud together, which is decent because it's another way to slowly elevate Hangman rather than push him when he was originally there for the title. Yeah, it's let him move away from the spotlight and sort of build him up a wee bit, which is good to see that they're trying to build around other people rather than just pushing three or four to the top and then being stuck of one of them gets injured. It also gives Kenny something good to sink his teeth into, I guess. Yeah. To really sort of work with Yeah, because like... like, I think we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago about how we've not really seen... Maybe I was having this conversation in my own head. <laughs> Probably it wasn't <laughs> with you guys. I don't know where this came from. I was sat watching AEW this week and I was like... Alice... What do you no, think? I was talking to myself inside my own head. Like, Alice, do you know what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know what's going on. Fucking jog on, mate. Because <laughs> Kenny Omega was was dubbed the best bout machine, right? Yeah. Yeah. In 2019, can you can you give a match where Kenny was in it and was five stars that wasn't at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, but to be fair, he hasn't wrestled a lot this year. Yeah, I can understand but, that. But that's purely then, because of the whole switch. But then you under, then you expect him to come into AEW and light fires and kick off. And to be honest, he hasn't. And I can understand he's but well, well, one of the executives. He doesn't want to put himself of... over. But he's the best. He was dubbed the best wrestler alive for a long time. I just yeah. feel. I don't know. I but guess Carter doesn't get as much credit as he should. But in in storyline sense, he went through this whole um, losing streak. I, I haven't. I, he went through the whole losing streak, and it looked like he was going to go on that Akada balloon gimmick kind of thing, um, and then never really materialised. I haven't watched being the elite for a couple of weeks, so I don't know if it's materialising on there. Um, but he he will he will get back to it eventually. But I think at the moment, because of storylines. He's more concentrating and building the whole brand than what he's doing. I yeah. So 
I agree with what Jack said, but obviously you have to remember as well, this last year, they've only had TV for, what, the last three months of it, so everything mm. else has been sort of matches spread out with no real build, like he fought Chima and then he had tag matches and stuff like that, so he hasn't really had the quantity of singles matches he had in that year in New Japan where he was wrestling like fucking Okada, he was in the G1 wrestling, like Osprey and guys like that, so he had far more opponents than what he did last year. You know I, mean? I think yeah. this year you'll probably see him pop up a couple of five star matches whenever it's built proper story to him having singles. Mm. Well, they're so, trying to yeah. build him and Pack at the moment, aren't they? Again, he won't uh, pack with his rubber match because he attacked Nakazawa yeah. after this match, and then he was like, "Look, I want the second match. Where why are you not giving it to me?" Some people would argue with you that his match with Moxley, the hardcore match. Was a five star match. I wouldn't say it myself, but I I don't think it was a wrestling clinic. But some people, in terms of a match, some people would argue that that could be up there. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't that good, though. I don't think. Mm. It wasn't no, Cole it was Gargano just, or anything like that to me. It was just in my head that I think um the public who watch AW who don't who aren't the Smarky fans will are missing out on. Prime time Omega. At oh, the they'll get him. But they, yeah, they, they will year. definitely get it soon. I can see where Toast is coming from. I genuinely think next week it could be the turn is next week. It could be they get to the, ti- the title match and that's when it happens, or they win the titles and then he turns on him then, or whatever it is. Um, we just don't know. But once he gets into a singles match where he's probably going to be dubbed as the face against Adam Page. Yeah. I think they will do wonders with that. Yeah, because obviously the after after the match, because obviously um, I was going to say Okada, Omega ran out to go and help Nakazawa, and wait, I think it's his name, isn't it? Yeah, 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 brilliant. Um, so then uh, instead, Hangman Page just decided to just drink everyone's beers outside yeah. the ring. I kind of find it funny. You also got to remember they're in an awkward spot because in New Japan, people forget that they were heels. Whereas in AEW, they can't really be heels. No, so no. They're, they're trying out a whole different kind of way mm. of working. I, th- I think they're just putting, you know, just testing the water every once in a while just to see what they can and get what works and what doesn't. And that's fine. That's what you've got to do with a new company. Yeah, you have to. I think as well, they're, like, they're in the awkward position where, other than the elite Moxley and Jericho, how many of like non-smart fans know the rest of their roster? No one. Like, and- if you take out the big names, they need to sort of give the other guys TV time and elevate them, and that will mean necessarily throwing, like, the box against teams and Hangman and fucking Kenny against other teams and trying to elevate some of the roster, and then they can put a rocket on one or two of them and just but, boom, boom, if, if you're not a massive smart, and I would say being the elite gets, what, between 150 and 300,000 views, depending on how big the episode is. New Japan probably has 500,000 views in the West, maybe. AEW still has, I would say, 25 to 50% of the audience have probably never seen much, if at all, any of Omega, The Young Bucks, or any of, them, any of that kind of thing, should they have not built themselves first before they would then use themselves to put other wrestlers over? But that, because they're okay, they're doing it for the Smarks. Yes, the Smarks understand that people going over the books, going over Kenny Omega, uh, it, that's them giving them a rub. But if you've never seen the books or Kenny Omega before, all you're seeing is 
well, these other guys are winning and the Bucks and Kenny Omega are losing. Absolutely. I mean, we've said that before. Matt, I mean, you had this conversation on the pod a couple of weeks ago that they definitely should have pushed those guys first. I was kind of explaining what they are doing is trying to establish other people. Yeah. Well, they probably should have established themselves as Diamond Force, but what I'd counter that with as well is that they are going up against the NXT. So a lot of the guys who are coming to watch from NXT will go and look at those guys and then they'll look up the history of, say, Adam Cole and see that Adam Cole was with those guys. And a lot of the NXT roster has passed like with history with the AEW roster. Like the box had a hell of a feud with Joey Ryan and Candy Slaray. Um, you could just like if you look at their roster, you can intermingle all of them together. Yeah. With that. And because the Wednesday night war it is it's a battle for the smart audience do you know what i mean it's not a battle for the casuals like the monday night war would have been so a lot of the guys who are watching nxt and watching AEW at the minute will then go on reddit or will then type the name of the wrestler into the computer and go oh fucking adam cole's already wrestled this guy oh what was that like and go on youtube and find it so i think that's where we're at at the minute is that it is going to be a lot of smarty people watching and like, there's no way around it. They probably should have built themselves and established themselves first. But what I will kick back, and this will kick back to something you used to say uh, before I joined the pod. Um, so whenever you were doing predictions for the first couple of uh, A-Dub shows, basically, <laughs> NWO rules, in it? NWO yeah. wins. NWO. So you were picking, like, all yeah. the bucks to win and complaining that they were doing that and <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that, that's you, that you was going to be my report. My retort on that is that well, if you do that, then obviously, you know, if you keep saying, I'll, "I can't be asked to explain it," but the, yeah, but uh, and that might, and I think you're actually you're probably right, and that that's actually like me thinking about that now. It's probably the, they've done it the right way because what they've done is they might have alienated themselves a little bit from their casual audience, not understanding exactly who they are, but they're keeping the smarks on side because you're right. I would have just winced if they'd have won everything. Yep. Whereas actually I'm invested in some of the feuds a little bit more because they're not winning everything. So right. they're keeping the sparks on side without building a bringing on, audience. Yeah, without bringing on side all of the, the casuals. Yeah. This is why they needed to push Kenny to the moon straight away. Have him top guy and then you can have everyone else building people up. Because everyone, all the Smarties knew that Kenny best wrestled in the world. Kenny Omega, number one PWI magazine every fucking year, pretty much. Jericho, biggest name. But yeah, Jericho, biggest name. And that's the thing. You could have built a Jericho-Kenny feud for a while. And then matches have gone. But you could have built to a good match. I'll I'll give you this, Jack, as a retort. Right? How many years has Jericho got left? No, he's already passed it. So Jericho will be in AEW maybe another year, maybe another two max. Yeah. Why not milk the fuck out of his name brand? And have him title WK and then say even if Moxley is the one that takes it off him, six months down the line, Omega gets the title and just straps himself to the world and it's everybody against Kenny. And you still I, I understand why they did it, yeah. But because they went on Jericho, I don't think Kenny needed the whole losing streak thing. Yeah. Like build him up to be good anyway. Have him not have him in. You don't necessarily have to have him in the final. Have him beaten Jericho, obviously, because uh, it was him for Adam Page, wasn't it? So I can. They were never going to have Adam Page as champion because 
Jericho was such a big name. But I think after that, they could have at least put Kenny into a position where he didn't just look like everyone else. So the reason I think they booked Kenny into the ground with the losses was because they booked themselves in their corner by saying wins and losses matter. Yeah, And the, the huge amount of focus they put on that. Now, it's an interesting... It is an interesting thing to have that there were the wins and losses, and it's almost like a UFC top 10. That's an interesting thing to try and bring in, but because they put so much heavy focus on it, they had to have one of their big names have a load of losses to show that, look, this is one of our big names. He's lost his matches. He's not getting the title shots that he would usually get. So I think that's one of the reasons as well that Kenny was the one that was chosen to go down. They pushed Cody up. Cody's had his title match. Cody's lost his title match. I think they will keep Cody away for a couple of years because they've got enough talent there that can go for the world title. And they've kind of booked themselves into the corner by putting the focus on that. They don't seem to be pushing the records as much these last couple of weeks. I know they reset they reset the yearly ones, mm. but they've kept the career ones as well. So basically what, what they can do is go, uh, Kenny is 2-0 this season, but overall he's, say, 7-11 and 11 or whatever it is. It's another, dy- is- it's another dynamic to throw him into a title picture. Yeah, so it's interesting to have those stats, but they're not pushing them as hard. And I think that is from fan feedback where some of the fans are going, what the fuck's this? And it does get a little <laughs> bit complicated as well when you're trying to look at two win-loss records. Like, fuck me, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, the whole career stats and the early stats. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, just they did Because they, they also did it where it said, like, tag team, like... Here's yeah. their record, and then here's their tag team record. Here's and their six man tag team record. Here's their triple threat record. Just throw every match type and have a record for it. You know what I mean? It's just like it's a bit too far. Um, the zero zero in a ladder match. Brilliant. Nice one. Yeah. Cheers for that. Um, <laughs> we're all zero zero in buried alive matches. It's, it's all true. Good. We are. So it it's I don't know. Part of me thinks it's kind of interesting. I don't particularly enjoy. But it's interesting, and the fact. They were talking about doing like so many wins by submission and so many wins by pin. And I think in a couple of years' time, if those stats are just pulled out and not like shoved down our throat every week, but if a couple of years' time they turn around and go, Kenny has won sixty percent of his matches via fucking V trigger or whatever, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes. I'd like that because I know you 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 made the massive comparison to UFC, and I've not. I don't watch UFC regularly, but when I do. I do notice the little things in the corner where it says, oh, here's their win-loss record. That's just in that kind of... It's just like football, isn't it? Like, oh, this team scored, this team's come from behind five times this season to win matches. I'd be happy for them to say, right, yeah, Kenny Omega has won 50% of his matches with pins and whatever. It's, It's interesting. People love stats and will use stats, so... As long as it doesn't get too convoluted and gets too complicated and people start using the win-loss record properly or don't use it properly or it just gets lost, I don't know. I do Disney think we'll, we'll see them sort of win back on it and then maybe a year or two down the line when they've got actual decent records to show people, they'll start maybe wheeling out stats like that, but we'll see. Sure. Yeah. Um, get we're gonna, to get it wrong yeah, every week. Before, before we move on to the next segment... Um, yeah. Michael Nakazawa has now been taken away by Pack, and we've had no payoff for it twice so he, now. He was returned on the being there like after the last one, which I thought was weird. Like he just walked in the shot and someone, and he said something like Pack, let him go, which was a bit 
weird, but I think they realise they dropped the ball on that, and that's why they've redone it. But, but yeah, but, it is a bit. Of... But he's been taken by Pack again, and that was it. That was the end of it. We never saw anything more on this. What I what I think this confirms is that Pack abducted Samoa Joe on Impact a couple of years ago. Samoa Joe was abducted by a load of people in Balakamas, <laughs> and Pack was one of them. That's what it confirms to me. I mean, what it confirms to me is this is very main roster WWE kind of storyline with you getting a random thing and then for the rest of the, the night we never see anything more of it ever again. Unless they do a payoff next week or in the next couple of weeks, but yeah. But, but they, they, so they did it the first time and then he just randomly wasn't with him anymore because I don't want to be in the elite. I've yeah. seen him. He was taken, nothing. Nakazawa's all of a sudden back on his own and then being taken again. It just kind of feels a little bit shitty. I agree, but I'll, I'll counter with the point of who gives a fuck about Nakazawa. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck about Nakazawa, but... What, you don't just, care it, about you gotta have, who oils himself? Naka! 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 Oh, don't say that, because it makes me feel like fucking Nakamura. And he's <laughs> <laughs> no, the only thing that I saw of Nakazawa was him with body lotion, and I just went, what? Well, that was his cool gimmick in DDT. He was like... People would try and wrestle and submit him, but they couldn't do it if he was all lined up and he could escape. Brilliant. Um, right, this is where Matt's going to go in, I think. Um, <laughs> bring your so exhibits. Hold on to your hats, everyone. Um, AW Women's Championship match, Chris Statlander versus Riho. Um, I, I thought really, this was a good match for the ending. I was really looking forward to it. I was really enjoying it. And then I saw certain somebody come out on commentary and went, what? Right. Yeah, um, so she she, then, that she then got it wrong by calling Excalibur Exhibit. They are two very different people. One of them is a rapper and one of them wears a mask. One of them pimps rides as well. <laughs> We're gonna Yeah, I know. Oh it's yeah, because everyone wants really to put a massive hot tub <laughs> in the back of their car, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Excalibur was great on Pimp Your Ride. Excalibur's <laughs> <laughs> top boy. Oh brilliant. <laughs> Um, and then, That's why he wears the mask. He doesn't want you to know that he was pimping people's rights. And well, she also mentioned something about some common commentary, and I just went, "What?" I can't remember what it was, but she called somebody. She's... He was just. She was just doing big JR. It's fine. <laughs> I, I like to refer to it as doing big more Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that when we talk about NXT later. All right, okay. I've been watching um, NXT, so I don't know what you're on about. There's some fucking terrible commentary in NXT. It's <laughs> Absolutely fucking hilarious. Six foot nine down. <laughs> right, but yeah, honestly, this was a decent match. Commentary was shit because they put Brandy there. And yeah. The ending was. Yeah, so it the... was. It's like I said, I, I discussed this in the DMs with you guys. So uh, Mel and Awesome Kong of the Nightmare Collective made their way to ringside. Um, Brandy Rhodes was like, Oh no, I don't know why they're here. They're not supposed to be doing what I'm telling them to do. And it's like, Shut up. And then and, she and then, and then <laughs> Dr. Whatever Luther. his name Luther. is. Luther. Luke. I mean, yeah, like Chris Jarrett was best mate. Yeah. Jobs yeah. for the boys. Fucking just. Why don't they trust the women to just put, a good, put on a good match? Because they, if they'd have left it and it had had an actual ending, it would have been a great match. But they did WWE main roster. We're not sure whether we trust these guys to keep anticipation. So let's throw another 20 I people in the mix. I don't think that's what they did at all. 
What did they do there? I, I think, think what I they th did was Statlander's going to take the title off Reho. They didn't want to do it on the show. They're building it for Revolution. They put Kong and fucking the other person down. Mel. Mel. I don't really care who she is. No, I don't. Kong and her down. They built it down. To, is it Sheeta, they've set up Sheeta and Statlander against Kong and Mel next week. Right. But well, what I liked about the end of this, like, so because Dr. Luther came out, Sonny Kiss came down as one of so at the end it ended up with Sonny Kiss, Big Swollen Sheeta coming out to save Statlander and Rio, was it? Yeah, because Britt Baker was like, nah. Yeah, Britt Baker was just standing there like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm not leaving the crowd. Again, became big meme. Fucking yeah. dentist. She is but, just a fucking... <laughs> like this ending, it delays the title change, which will happen. I think it'll happen at Revolution. Um, and it's set up a couple of matches. Most of them will probably be on Dark. I'd say we'll see Luther versus Sonny Kiss on Dark. Probably Big Swole against someone. Um, and that match is going to be on next week, I think. The tag match I mentioned. It, it, it is a WWE-esque finish. But then again, most wrestling finishes that aren't technical or straight are going to be called WWE-esque because WWE's done everything over the years. But why yeah. aren't they going after Riho? Yeah, uh, because Statlander refused them. Sure, they tried. Yeah, but refused. Rio's the champion. Surely they want and, the gold. And why well, did Brandy spend the entire thing burying all of the women's division when she's supposed to? I know it. Like her Brandy is the best wrestler in the world. But Matt, she's a heel. But yeah, but <laughs> but she didn't. Big she, heel. She, Your she name is heel underscore Matt Q. You should. A good heel. A good heel puts people over. So Paul Heyman builds people up before telling them they'll never win. Brandy Rhodes is a horrible cow. There's a there's two <laughs> totally different things. Allegedly. She's basically Allegedly. Matthew, not no, anybody I'll, else on the back. Here's, the, the, here's the, um, the, the comparison I want to bring. Okay. She is Baron Corbin in the end of 2018 when he all he's doing is saying everything is wank because it's not me. So That's what you're saying is she's going to be brilliant in the next couple of months. So what she's she Brandy Rhodes, King of the Ring winner. Less <laughs> <laughs> poor dog food on Riho. She is oh currently shitty go away heat. She needs to change and become proper heel heat. But she thinks that she's getting the heel heat, and she's not. She's getting the fuck off and leave my TV screen heat. The next pack heat. Yeah, the, the next pack heat, bro. Uh, no, no, on. I hate that term because X Pac was fucking phenomenal. No, in the ring, yeah, but he was just a twat. Um, it's 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 the Steph way of dealing with things. It's the put everyone down, not not actually sort of continuous storyline. It's sort of like asserting dominance, and it's kind of irritating. And she just needs to not be on TV anymore. But it's just cause if they keep on doing that, it's just going to make it worse because. Why people didn't watch WWE is because it's shite and they don't like the McMahons. They don't yeah. like Stephanie. So if you're going to have one of your characters to be like Stephanie, people are just going to be like, well, this is this is essentially WWE light off fucking off. I'm watching fucking MLW every week. But no one's going to say anything because she's Cody's wife. None of the well, they are like, saying stuff because like, they're, they're. Well, yeah, doing yeah, online. But I'm talking about, you know, like <laughs> behind the scenes, Tony's not going to go, Ed, Brandy, you got like, you know, but, fuck off for a little while, mate. And Cody's like, no, she's she my wife. So reports this week said Tony's getting final say on whether storylines are happening the way they are or not on TV. So he's authorizing this storyline right now. 
I, I honestly, I think this. I said it before. Like I said it in DMs. I think the storyline storyline ends up with Statlander being major layover. Yeah, the rub of overcoming the nightmare. They, they've got a star there. What, I agree with that, but this is what I don't understand with it. I agree with everything that you said in the DMs, like Statlander being mega over, but it would make more sense if one of the Nightmare Collective was champions in that case, because it it doesn't feel like a big payoff. Rio Rio is your first AW Women's Champion. Where does does this this storyline that is her in the title picture doesn't include her at all? It's all about an alien who Brandy Rhodes is telling you isn't an alien, and the Nightmare Collective. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, people were complaining that the women's division weren't getting stories and weren't getting our time outside of the women's title. And now they are, and we're just shitting on it. But that's because it's a shit story. Yeah. <laughs> we want good storylines. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying go and get Buddy Lana and Liv Morgan and bring them in and have that storyline in AEW, because that's trash storyline as well. But you you need to, I don't mind them having they I think towards I think before uh, Christmas, I think they had three or four good weeks of storytelling mm-hmm. ignoring Brandy in the women's division. And I think that's all been ruined in one segment on the eighth of January show. I mean, that, I mean, it's not ruined. Let's be honest; it's not ruined. It can, it can always be recovered. It's not that. Yeah, but Matt, Matt is massive cynic. So. <laughs> oh yeah, ruined me, rewind. Right. Anyway, what was the next segment, Simon? Uh Christopher Daniels had a match against Sammy Guevara. I Good thought match. this was a decent match. I can't remember anything. Daniels' from age. Hender um, mm-hmm. comes out at the end and does him to hit the. Moonsault, so they're playing on uh, the, the, the big botch. botch. So Penta's out at the end, like screaming and daring Daniels to hit the moonsault. And I think Sammy wins, doesn't yeah, he? So, yeah, yeah, Sammy, yeah, Sammy wins due to big distraction. Which, yeah. It makes sense. You want you want Sammy to do big dubs at the moment. And then Dark Order come out. Try and I get think... him to join. Yeah, they're trying to get Daniels to join, and because Daniels has lost a few matches, they're building on that, which isn't bad. I mean, it makes so what sense. you're saying is we've gone from a join us angle into a join us angle. They but have three join us angles going at the minute because they're a new company, and yes, I admit it's probably not ideal, but they did wrap one of them up on this show. And uh, then the, the the Christopher Daniels one makes sense. It it does. You're not you're not having a good run at the minute. You're in a bad like you're you're in bad run. Come and join us in Dark Order. We'll build you back up, and that that makes sense for me. How does it make sense? Because the Dark Order don't win anything. How does it? it make yeah, sense? yeah, but yeah, but it's a group of them. It doesn't over. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter if, whether they win if anything. If Dark or not. Order were cheating to win all the time, I'd happily agree that yes. Then going I'm after somebody. Have you seen them have a match since they started beating people up like that? No. No, which is they have. So they need to work out another way of trying to get people to join them because if you say, "Come and jo- you're doing shit, come and join us, and we'll make you better," you need to have a record to prove that you're going to make people better. Yeah, but not in that time. It's cheating to win, even if it's you cheating to win every single week, that at least gives some sort of background as to why somebody would consider joining this horrible heel faction that's taking over the world. I, 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 I agree, agree with what you're saying, but but, like, but but there isn't there hasn't been time to build that yet. There is. They're on TV every week. They need, they just need to start having a couple of matches. And for then me, at the moment, 
do that. You do the pre part before you then try and do the joiners. You have to build. And there is no build. It's just straight away, join us. It's not build a reason to join us and then come and join us. It's just join us. Forget forget that there's no point in joining us. Just join Strength us. Strength in numbers, mate. The thing is it's, with... It's literally Matt, just... Have you watched any of the, the, the Vignettes or whatever you want to call them that have been playing for the I've, last four I've or five weeks? i watched a few of them. Yeah, so they've been given reasons on that. It's not necessarily the winning thing. It's strength in numbers and they beat up the young bucks and SEU and all that. It's also a get get people over who don't know who wouldn't normally be over so you've got the two the tag team i forgot their name um uh, beaver boys they they weren't really doing anything they weren't getting tv time now they're getting tv time because they joined the dark order look we've joined the dark order we're coming to beat people up there's obviously one other person that's joined people are saying on the grapevine it's brandon cutler it obviously is Brandon. Well, <laughs> he's a very tall it or man. Not, it's obviously his build. He's a very tall man. Um, and then obviously they've gone to try and get the Young Bucks because why not? But now they've tried to get Daniels and then they'll probably try and get somebody else and they'll just, that's what they're going to try and do. But they, yeah. But as long as at some point it has to actually work, people do have to actually, if they're going to keep doing the join us stuff, uh, after matches, and someone has to actually join them. It's just going to be a massive Wyatt family thing, isn't it? Uh, but but the but the Wyatt family didn't go out and actively try and recruit people, no. apart from Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton. They've also... They tried to recruit John Cena. Did they? Have you know? Mm. Yeah, I think they tried to recruit a fair few people. <laughs> I think with the Dark Order, we just need to let it see. What I thought, I personally the Dark Order stuff was shit at the start, but I do quite enjoy. Oh yeah, it. I'm I'm enjoying it more than it than, um, I, than I would. And than it's I did. much. It makes much more sense. Than the whole nightmare collective stuff. Yeah, Dave, the two people that joined them, who are they? Like Doctor Luther, no one's seen him wrestle. Let's be honest. No. Like he's done a few hardcore matches in Japan. Brilliant, thanks, mate. You're a bloke. What are you doing in a women's division? Hang on, commentary who was on the floor for a quarter of an hour after a, a ninety-pound girl jumped on him with a crossbody is a hardcore legend. He's a hardcore legend, apparently. Yeah, in Japan. Or Deathmatch Legend, I think they call it. Deathmatch Legend, that's yeah. it. He's a, he's a Deathmatch Legend, but one crossbody from Rio keeps him on the floor for two he's a, he's, That's AEW champion, Rio, Matt. I'll have you know. <laughs> she is solid, I'll have you know. Solid. She's been in matches with uh, Suzuki. Suzuki, therefore, yeah. he's rock she's, hard, mate. She's revived Suzuki, right? Um, yeah, I think, for me, the Dark Order stuff's got better. I've also seen because they've got this guy who's the the guy above Evil Uno. The, the exalted, yeah, that the has started them. obviously Twitter rumors. It was like broken Matt Hardy. That's um, good. That's what you need. You need uh, this. Like, who is it? Who is it? Who's going to join next? Who's it's there? Not Matt Hardy. So, I'm sorry. I was yeah. thinking about it this week. Do you know what would be a, a sort of AEW style twist? Do you know? See when WWE were doing the. Someone was going to play God and was controlling the Undertaker. This is way yeah. back, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christopher Daniels was the payoff for it. He was supposed to be this higher power that was controlling the Undertaker, but Vince nixed it because Chris Daniels isn't six foot because hmm. he's smaller. I, I think it would be a twist finish for it to be Chris Daniels and move him to more of a managerial role. 
and out of the ring because obviously he hasn't got much longer left in the ring. The man's fifty. Yeah, like that's one comment I would have made on on that match was as much as Chris Daniels is is a or was a great wrestler at one time. I think he needs to be just stay as part of a tag team within SCU. Yeah. Don't don't put him in singles matches anymore because he's just not quite. There's there's too much too many flaws now for them to show. Whereas he can hide them quite well in SCU. He looks like he still looks like a good wrestler mm-hmm. outside of SCU. He's starting to look like somebody who's a little bit past it. I don't think you'll see him in many more singles matches. To be honest, yeah, and and I think that's probably right. Mm-hmm. Then we had Cody and Dustin versus the Lucha Bros. I actually thought this was a decent match. Like no surprise, the Lucha Bros in it. Dustin is still decent in the ring and. Cody. Guy at that age doing a Canadian destroyer. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Uh, Canadian destroyer is more on the other bloke than it is the guy doing the match. I know it is, but the fact that he gets to flip out. I, don't, even, he, I can't even do that at the ripe old age of 28. So imagine him trying to do it. Crazy. He's done, he's done, he's done flippy flips before. When? I, I, gold Dust has probably please, done it. Please, no, please, no, please. Get another game with Gold Dust or Dust in the Natural Roads and WCW has done flippy flips. Yeah, go and find it. Please, go and find it. Lost a 450 splash. Look, Come on. Do you know, do you know <laughs> what we used to do the shooting star presses as finishing? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a big search. Gold Dust flippy flips. Um, back to the match itself. <laughs> um, I think it's. Here's a question. Go Sorry. No, go on. What do you think of the Aaron Anderson coach element? Because I think it's interesting, an interesting take on the manager. Personally. Yeah. I thought he was a bit odd last week. Because um, obviously he was like, get your knees up, get your knees up. And then he did it. And I was like... That's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You do that anyway in a match. I just There's not actual tactics behind that. Whereas I think this week... He didn't. I did. He didn't really have a lot to do this week because obviously it was a tag team match. It doesn't think, make sense because Arn Anderson hates the Rhodes family. Why is he? I think them? it eventually leads to Anderson teaming up with Tully Spears and another wrestler to take out the Rhodes family. I think it's going to be like a big screw job finish. But Arn's kind of face at the minute, and he's popular with his podcast, so it works to keep him on TV. And they've just hired him on as a. I think they call it, an, it's not an agent, it's a producer they call it, but basically it's what an agent does. And I can't find a video. I have to watch a full match. I'll do that as my homework. <laughs> okay. Watch every one of Goldust's match. I expect it due by, before next Sunday. He does a springboard back out. So I can mark it and give springboard you... Springboard back out, that's pretty much a flip. I love that. No, it's not. There's no flipping walls. 1-0, 1-0. There's no rotation. I've got sunset flip power bombs from Amir. Here you go. I'll put it in the Twitch chat now. Scenes, big dub. Okay, that's yeah, but Matt's done your homework for you. <laughs> yeah, or you're in a detention. Man. How can I copy your homework? Yeah, but make it look different. <laughs> Everybody knows Goldust because he Chris just fucking fucking with the thing. Uh, because Goldust did a fucking sunset power bomb or whatever. He's well known for his flippy flops. Yeah, people yeah. back in the day compared him to Will Osprey. Uh, you know what? I mean? what? Um, yeah so uh, this match was was good obviously we've got the Lucha Bros they do very good things Um, the match was won 
Uh, I think Cody did a Cody cutter to Pentagon. Dustin hit a destroy on Phoenix. What do you think of that Cody cutter, by the way? Fantastic move. Can't believe Cody came up with it. It's great. Yeah, it's really innovative. Cool. Um, the after the match, obviously Cody's in this. Is he going to face MJF or not? Is he going to go through the stipulations? I think he's going to have to face uh, Wardlow in a cage match. I think was one of them. Um, can't hit MJF no matter what MJF does. Hmm? He can't lay hands on MJF no matter what MJF does. So basically, what we're yeah, going to have is next week he'll probably say yes, and there's going to be the two month build of MJF coming out hitting him, hitting fucking brandy or whatever so um, he had Arn anderson just said we will discuss it and we'll get back to you is effectively what happened and yeah it'll probably happen because obviously cody wants to beat him up cool. Why? look at goldust doing so, twisting crossbody what i think they del- i think they delayed this um because they were doing the end segment with moxley and they didn't want to have two decisions given the same yeah. night, so they kept one for next week. Twice twice in two weeks they've gone they've advertised that somebody's gonna make a decision and then not made not no, the person hasn't made the decision and delayed it for a week. They did it with Moxley and now they're doing it with, with Cody. Oh, guy, look at Goldust yeah. doing a dive in Hurricane Rana, what a guy. <laughs> this is so you can tune in next week, Matthew. It's called um Which all it does is piss off the crowd in the stadium. It's a shit I way to build. I don't a- think the crowd was pissed off at all. I do. Go back it's and watch Cody their reaction. They don't give a fuck. They, 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 they worship the ground Cody walks on. They don't care. Yeah, I know they do. Fucking morons, but mm. that's the <laughs> point. <laughs> Matt right, was can, really can, wired can up. Can up by smooth and what was the next segment? So we had MJF come out and do um, promo things. Um, obviously, because... Cody didn't accept, so we had a DDP segment where, for goodness sake, he said three million words where he could have said it in about five. Did you see what MDF did whilst he was in the room? He was on his phone tweeting. Did you see the tweet? No. When when will this old fart shut up? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't particularly like the fact that DDP is now wrestling a match next week. Um, I'm sure Jack will love it because he was big WCW mark, but I don't think we need DDP in a match. Um, next That's week it's going to be him, him, Dustin, and QD Marshall yeah. versus MJF. And who's the other two? Is it Wardlow? Uh, or is it? It's, no, I think it's going to be Wardlow finally going to have a match. I think it's going to be War. It's going to be MJF and the Butcher and the Blade. I think. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, apparently Wardlow is not going to wrestle. He's just there. Well, Wardlow's going to be kept as muscle, kind of like what Hager's doing for the inner circle, and then eventually Wardlow's going to wrestle, but they'll build that just. Because um, obviously, before that was all announced, MJF introduced the Butcher and the Blade, um, all took diamond cutters, obviously apart from the bunny. Distraction yep. by the by the bunny, which allowed uh, Wardlow and MJF to deliver... Blow, blow, blow. If if you're trying to attack DDP, why would you lead with your head when the only move that anybody knows that DDP does is the diamond cutter? Wrestling. Yoga, you can go. That's fine. I will scratch you. You start. You start chatting shit about my boy. So I love MJF in this segment. He's doing 
doing MJF things and he'd be great. Uh, again, I didn't really need DDP to be wrestling. Yeah. Um, no one so needs DDP. I, to I, be. I, I, it progresses I will, the story, kind of. I will scrap all of it. I, I didn't mind this segment apart from like DDP actually doing wrestling stuff. He's a bit yeah. old. Just I go will away. scrap you all. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's falling off a desk. Best friend versus Jurassic Express. Jack is on the ropes. On the ropes. Best friends Jurassic um, Express was decent. It, it was, was just it was just good it fun. Um, I if I want to be a wrestler, I want to be Orange Cassidy. Confirmed. There's only one Orange Cassidy. But I want to do what freshly he squeezed. He Are you talking about his massive frog splash from the top rope? Huh? What, he just falls, doesn't he? Yeah, that, that's yeah. Oh, I can yeah, do yeah, that. Right. It's called it's called it's called Fat Man with Gravity. Cheers. Fucking Mark. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? A fucking Mark. Come on. Um, but yeah, it was okay. Um, just good fun. Uh, it was more what was coming towards the end of night where John Moxley started to accept Jericho's invitation to the inner circle, took the car keys, drinking some champagne. You could see he was waiting to pick up the uh, special glass bottle uh, to then break before it hit him. Well, yeah, sugar glass, isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's real glass. I think this was pretty obvious. He was going to turn at the end once he started. Yeah. Like, with six it, or seven minutes left. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he a, it was a and big... it's like we've got six minutes of dead air here, boys. Um, it was it, a it bit. Was, oh, it was oh. a lot longer than it should have been. <laughs> Was, yeah, and that's my one thing about it. I don't mind that he accepted and then turned it down. Him turning it down leads to him probably having to run through the inner circle before he gets his title shot, which will be mm-hmm, fine. Yeah. But they they definitely left too much time. I don't know whether they planned to have that much time for it or maybe there was timing issues. There's no rumours of that online. It's just personally. But other than that, it was okay. It's what we needed to get to is Moxley now going to go on a rampage. And will will they do up. a shitty gauntlet match where he has to run through all of the inner circle, or no, will I we get it? Real? So because they need to get the revolution. Because it would be stupid if wrong. they did a gauntlet match. Because if anybody won other than Moxley, they, they would have then to have to cancel. The, yeah, they would have to cancel the match. So it's almost like gauntlet matches to build to title matches where all the guys get are the on fuck the side over of it. <laughs> you get over it, you massive bellend. It's fine. It happened last year. It's done with Kofi one moment of the year. Fucking get over. Fuck. It's not the build. It's the moment. On the ropes. On the ropes. Chris. It was just so fucking obvious you were building to it. Overall, decent, decent episode. Don't think it was the worst. It definitely wasn't the best. No. Um, What what uh, AEW Dynamite episodes have been worse than that? There was one that was absolutely brutal and actually made me want to turn off. <laughs> I, can't, um, I can't remember when that was. And that, that's saying something like, because I'm big mark for half the wrestlers on the roster, and I actually wanted to turn it off. It wasn't this week, though. This week I have did to it have a lot to do with Brandy Rhodes? <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> did. Um, but honestly, I think it was a decent episode. Obviously, they beat NXT in the ratings, and it wasn't oh, yeah. a it. special fucking awards episode. They kept 900... Yeah. 50,000 or something? Yeah, I think they, they, it, it was 20,000 different than the week before, which is yeah, absolutely fantastic. That's massive. If they can keep that up... That's I, huge. Um, I don't think there'll be that much of a gap next week. I think it'll be much more close. 
I think they'll I think lose a few. This, the one and a half week. million viewers that seem to be going between the two of them, I think it'll be a lot closer next week. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, talking of NXT, I thought it was meh, lackluster. Really? Um, See, I thought it was all right. I've not done problems with it. It always is when Dusty Cups comes around because it's just qualifying matches kind of thing. I know they're not qualifying matches. It's just, all right, let's just get to the final as quick as possible. And it's well, just well, like, well, I mean, what, what, what was shit about this NXT then? They didn't really have any of their top stars do anything, uh, which is always got to lower the feeling of NXT. Like, Adam Cole was down the ring for the first <coughs> match and kind of was just interfering. Baller Gargano had like a promo off. They kept running promos for Kiamba, I think. I think it was yeah. three different promo vids run for Kiamba. Yeah. And then obviously the main event for me felt a bit of a letdown. Like I could have took Lee versus Dajkovic. Would have been fine. Putting Priest and Grimes in there kind of just felt like extra and almost diluted the match for me. Well, for me, well, I mean, that- I, I thought it showed Priest. Uh, it showed that Priest deserves to be uh, in, the, in the sort of in uh, sort of Dijakovic and uh, Keith Lee sort of level, to be honest. Because I've always thought that the Priest wasn't... I mean, he's okay, but he's not sort of seen in that sort of uh, in that sort of bracket. But I thought he was... Fat. I thought it was a very good match, and I thought that it showed Damien Priest a bit more. Maybe Grimes a bit, I guess, as well. But, I mean, either way, I thought it was perfectly fine. Keith Lee doing his big thing, Dijakovic doing what he does best as well. I had no problems with it at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know about the finish because BT Sport shat itself. It's BT Sport. What do you expect? I genuinely think. It over, I think NXT overran last night. Uh, that Wait, night. But when did you watch NXT? I recorded it. When did you watch it? The day after. Did yeah. you actually watch it the day after? Or are you just saying that? I the... can't remember. There you go. Why not watch it on the Friday on the network and then you don't have those issues? <coughs> because um, you pay for BT Sport and you got to use it. Um, no, at the moment I'm trying to minimise the amount of wrestling I'm watching at the end of the week oh, okay. because I'm having to try and watch. Well, used to try and watch. You don't have Raw, to do that now because you're not watching main roster. Raw, SmackDown, <laughs> NXT, AW. How, how much better do you feel for not having watched Raw and SmackDown this week? I uh, just. Don't feel I feel like I wasted an hour watching the highlights of Roy Smackdown, though. <coughs> you know, for next week, you don't need to do it. Um, Summarise well, it in a tweet. The two points for me that sort of messed up this episode was one, Gargano, um, Colin, Baller, British. Um, it, was, it was not just that, though. I, I was fuming. Yeah, I honestly was. He goes, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been dying to get a live mic to talk about you Brits. And I went, right, okay. And then he goes, <laughs> Finn, and I was like, whoa, son. Whoa! Finn is not a Brit. And then Finn posted on the Twitter, I'm 100% Irish, and I was like, good on you. Uh, the other line was during the the intro to the four-way, uh, more of an commentary goes, ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember the thing. But instead of going to, give, to be number one contender, it was like, yeah, these guys to be number one title and as our number one title or yeah. something. Fuck it, it up, big it's, like, it's a mean, number one title for the number one title. Yeah, and yeah, I was something. like, the fuck. And then, and then the Matt that's gonna have his issues with Ben again. The, in the, the Gallus, <laughs> so the in the was it Gal? Who did Gallus face? Was that one disputed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had uh, Mario Nalo said something like he's. 
he's no longer percolating. He's fully diluted in water or something when he was talking about Joe Coffey. And then about 11 seconds of dead air followed by um, Beth Phoenix going, he's really caffeinated. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So do you know what I think's happening? Um, Do you remember when we all watched the main roster years ago, there was only the two shows. So there wasn't that many commentators knocking about. They didn't have to find as many people. I think now because there's commentators stretched across, what, four shows in WWE and then one show in AEW and then Impact have theirs and fucking MLW have some. I think we're just seeing the lack of really top commentator team. talent. Whereas before we would have just seen top tier. She would have had the B top tier to get into WWE. Now yep. they're kind of stretching it and putting people in places. And there's the alleged thing where for a while they had to have one black person and one female about. Um, and that was actually a rule, by the way, for me and Roster, where there had to be a man of color. Mm. In yeah, it's, it's like the, the so, Rooney rule in the NFL, isn't it? They've, like You have to interview one black. I don't want to get into it because I don't think any of us are qualified to talk about it too much, but there was that rule where they were splitting commentators and it's why like, commentators, people were getting hammered for being shit. Like Booker would always, Booker was the king. Um, Booker's commentary was fucking was insane king. and just didn't give a fuck. And he got capped of those rules and stuff. But now we're seeing like people that are being put under pressure. Like it, it, it's a pressure-filled job to do two hours of commentator. And I'm sure that if we were any of us were to do it, we'd all fuck up worse than what Beth Phoenix and all lemons are doing. Well, Matt would say Chris Benoit's name in about 30 seconds of NXT starting. So. I mean, Smooth, and I just like to point out that all of us held back from bringing that man up, and you've I mean, brought him up the 100% record. already. The 100% record. The window, still, like, still on. You brought him up. I'm not going to mention his. I just mentioned his name. I didn't say anything else. I know, but it's just not nice. We're talking about NXT. He was friend. I mean, oh. <laughs> we, look, we... You fucking bell. Um, I lost my train of thought. I oh, know, I was listening to Renee Young on... I know, it, I know you're going to say it. It's the Corey Graves podcast thing he does. No, I, I, I didn't hear it, but I saw what you said. So go ahead. It's quite interesting. Uh, basically, Renee really didn't really want to do commentary, and it's very clear... That that well, she's, she's in that position, and she's happy now that she's doing like this other stuff because she's a presenter, not a fucking commentator. And I get the feeling that Beth Phoenix needs to go down that road quite soon herself. To be honest, uh, I think it's a case of going back to two man booths. I think isn't SmackDown a two man booth? Yeah, it's just yeah. Cole and Corey. Yeah, I think it needs to think the others need to follow suit. Looks like Matt's connection died mid sentence earlier on. Luckily, because it was he was about to say something horrible, but it <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he really was, and his connection died. Um, I think with the commentary as well, you need to get people not only that are good, but that can take being produced. And I think that was one of the things that Renee said she didn't like. And I know Mick Foley said he didn't like it when he was on commentary. Yeah. It's like having an earpiece in. So you're, say you're paying attention to the match, you're trying to keep the stories in your head and whatever the things are, and then Vince or Regal or whoever's producing is in your ear going, say this, say this, say this, and just driving it home. And that could easily cause you to fuck. I up. genuinely think that's the problem with commentary in WWE. Overproduction, isn't it? Is overproduction. If you watch AEW, the common I know the commentary. Oh, please, please, yeah, go ahead. So the, they don't have any. They don't have anyone saying what to say because they're just face palming like Jr. You fucked up again. You come. Yeah. Oh, what I wanted to bring up about last week's AEW, by the way, uh, I know we didn't talk about it during the break on Fight TV. 
they left the mic so the commentators yes. left and they had never done that before. And JR, like fucking Paige comes down to sit down and JR's like, oh yeah, this is Adam Page, so uh, blah, 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 and we're going to cut to his segment and this. And then they go, something about, they mention the, the graphic coming up for the women's match. And he's like, oh, so I don't have to know their names. Thank God I don't have to read their names off the thing. And they were talking about Rego and someone. Yeah. Or it might have been Sheeta. He basically just said he didn't want to read like names he couldn't pronounce off the screen. And then he starts talking about all the segments they're doing. And I'm going, how the fuck has this been live for a minute during an ad break? I'm, I'm pretty I, sure I there was a lot of cursing like, during this Didn't as well. someone say Yeah, there was someone, swearing like, and stuff. Um, didn't, didn't someone say, like, oh, this is your cough button down here? Like, yeah. Use it then. Come on. Yeah, they said the, <laughs> the fucking page. Oh, if you need to cough or anything, hit this button. And I'm like, you're, how, how is someone in production, like, not watching the live feed of Fight TV, knowing that they cover the breaks, just in case that happens? How is that not a thing? I mean, yeah. it, it, I mean, I would love to sort of hear what, what a commentator hears because, I mean, as you said before, it, it must be the equivalent of trying to drive a car whilst playing the drums because there's so many different things you have to focus on all at once. That... I would say in AEW, less so than, than oh, yeah. WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was yeah, about to online. say, I was like, if you, listen to a, if you listen to a WWE match and you can tell when someone's been told to say something, it's like you can hear... Vic Joseph has been told to say, "You gotta pick up the Royal Rumble, pick up Worlds Collide, pick um, up this, pick up that, do this, do." That. And it's like, let them. I know, I know. Can't. In some ways, you have to big stuff up, and I know you have to drop things in about storylines or whatever, and what's coming up next. But when they're actually talking about a match, let them talk about what the wrestling is. So. Completely off topic, but Sean Ross Sapp has just tweeted out that Marty Skrull is the new head booker of ROH. Nah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, no, he might not be, but <laughs> I've just seen the tweet, so I had to bring it up because obviously we're recording. If that's what's coming with his fucking money, that would explain why. But obviously it might not be, but yeah, unconfirmed at the minute. Sean Ross up doesn't get a lot of things wrong, to be fair. ROH gave Marty Skull exactly what they should have given the Elite last year. Head of here, head booker. Mad. PW Insider. Whoa. Marty <laughs> Skull has re-upped with Ring of, Ring of Honor and is another lead booker. That's PW Insider reporting it. How long is he re-upped for? Is it a year? If he's head booker, I would have thought they would have given him, like, five-year contract. No, there's no way he signs longer than two years with him. Yeah, but if he's head booker... Yeah, PW oh. saying that he's, he's, yeah, he's signed a new contract. Talk about NXT, for fuck's sake. Yeah, we, yeah, sorry, we, we need the, to finish off. Sorry, but that's what he like. We were talking about he's not showing up in the Rumble anymore. He is. That's uh, <laughs> true. CM Punk music hits and he shows up. At least two-year deal. Fucking hell. Right. Let's, yeah, let, let's finish this off now because I need but to... Yeah, so... Um, I think for me, NXT had... Small bits that were good, um, but other than that, it wasn't. It was anything to write home about? Great. It was a perfectly fine show, but it wasn't anything to write home about. No, we got to remember that every TV show doesn't have to be blown. Yeah, you're not going to get a fucking takeover every week, are you? Yeah. No, it's two and a half out of five <laughs> average stuff. It's just a, for the last few months, it's felt like it's been over a three every week, and this just kind of wasn't. It it was a average 
still better than main roster show. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I think that's pretty much it for this. Yeah, week. Should we wrap up? I think. Um, so next week, um, Royal Rumble will be uh, no week after. Oh, yeah. I think because it was Sunday. Well, I love our Rumble predictions. No, no. Oh, are we doing predictions the day of the Rumble, are we? Yeah. 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 So right. next week we'll just be uh, our normal episode, and then in two weeks' time, make sure you check out uh, the Royal Rumble predictions. Um, be the night of the Royal Rumble itself. We're not going to do Worlds Collide because guess what? We don't care. Um, I care. Um, I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, once again, thank you very much for everybody who's been able to listen. Those of you who've come along over on the Twitch chat for, on Chris's channel, twitch.tv forward slash Kanga FM. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Um, Patreon is a thing that we have. If you'd like to donate some money to us, make us better. Um, maybe get rid of me. Who cares? I don't know. Um, just let us know. Donate some money. Cheers. Um, Power Slam TV, use the um, bad bookers uh, as your free code for one free month. Cheers, Toast. This is going horrendously and you're I'm making sorry, it work. Chris is fuck- I'm watching the fucking Twitch stream and he's fucking around with Teddy Long. Um, uh, yeah, so Power Slam TV, use the code bad bookers to get one month free. And thank Can you. We get very Teddy much. Long as a guest. Imagine the scenes. <laughs> this week, I'm going to put... Donate on Patreon so we can get Teddy Long as a guest. Yeah, donate on Patreon, <laughs> and then we can get Teddy Long in, and then he'll do big reveal of tag team match between me and Toast against Jack and Matt. And that'll Why do I get you? Fuck. With the special <laughs> guest referee of Chris. No, it's going to be a triple threat, and Chris's, Chris's tag team partner is going to be Da Undertaker. Oh, yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah, at least Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Say bye. Bye. I like how you said say bye. Are you tired <laughs> of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.